0: hello everyone welcome to the new companions podcast now elder scrolls online podcast with creators streamers and alike um on twitch tv slash jebra uni every two weeks and we have three awesome and epic guests three people that i've had on here before as well um and you will be able to see them very shortly if you are watching the video and if you are listening you can also go and watch the VOD online, or oh, you don't even have to see our faces, this is also fine. Um, <laughs> thankfully. Um, <laughs> we have T the Khajiit, how are you doing today, are you good?
1: I am doing good, thank you for having me.
0: Awesome, awesome. Um, what do you do? Like, I mean, you've been on the podcast before, but what do you what do, you do uh, with Elder Scrolls Online? Do you stream, do you YouTube, do you, what else do you do?
1: I, I I just mostly stream. I also spend a lot of my life on Twitter. On Twitter about all this cool stuff. Um, la- last week we followed or we ran around Rothgar for like two hours trying to find a bear scratching its back on a tree. So that that can kind of give you an explanation of of my stream.
0: The usual shenanigans <laughs> then, and the ju- and the juggling of course of the. Uh,
1: of course, yeah juggling things. is also. Very
0: important. I logged in the other day, didn't I? And I was in uh, I was where the pledges are and it was oh, yeah. I was just right yeah. in front of T juggling <laughs> it was really weird. Small right
1: in.
0: That was very weird. Yeah, yeah, I just went for it. I was just like, I have actually got this email. Um very awesome to have you. Uh thanks for coming today. Uh Stark Realm. Hello, sir. How are you doing today?
2: Pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good, you know, it's alright. Yeah. Right. A little sleep
0: deprived, but otherwise pretty Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's probably like everyone, I guess. So, um what what do you do? I mean, obviously you've been on the uh podcast before as well, but just to remind uh, people what what do you do with Elder Scrolls Online? Where what do you where do you hang out, I guess?
2: Maybe? Uh torment people on the forums.
0: Oh. Tormenting. <laughs> tormenting.
2: Okay. Well, I mean I'd say I'd have conversations, but it's not really quite true.
0: I I would uh, say tormenting conversations, tormenting tormenting conversationalist.
2: Is that yeah? Is that, that works? Too, that works. I kind of like that. Um, title. Also, change. I co-host the Tenants with Kyle Dempster Studios. Uh, right. With Kyle Dempster, <laughs> he's, uh, he's been on here as well. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think it was both of us together the last time. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. And then also beyond that, I co uh, co-write HowToFightRight.com which is writing advice primarily focused on fight scenes and violence. Awesome. So a little bit of a departure from ESO, but, yeah, but that's still, the other thing yeah. I do online.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's cool. We'll have all the links for all the things to check people out. Thanks for coming today, dude. I really, really, really appreciate it as well. Um, and we have finally Zynode as well. He's been, a lot on, he's been on here a lot recently, <laughs> actually, Zynode. Sure. I, I couldn't get him on for ages, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, come on now. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's got it's, it's, it's popular now, so I'll oh, come on because I'm, I'm such a busy man, I'm such, such a big <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, it's good to have you back, man. Um, if you want to remind people again, you know, uh, just if people are listening for the first time, it's a mini opportunity for people to sell themselves again, uh, I guess, at the beginning. Um, but sure. yeah, let us know.
3: Um, well, basically, on YouTube, I create content for the Elder Scrolls Online, so I uh, build videos. Um, dungeon guides and tutorials and all that kind of stuff to basically help people understand mechanics how the game generally works and when the build videos are actually out they're normally really really long Um, not for the sake of all the gear and no idea type videos where they're really really short I try to make them educational to some extent so people understand how everything works I explain all of the skills in detail all that kind of stuff so if anyone's ever unsure of anything it's already there rather than just put this skill on it's done I explain everything. Probably over explain, but it's it's all there anyway.
0: I think that if it's important, you know, that's something I'm going to talk about today, kind of. It's something that's talked about two weeks ago. um, Yeah. As something we talked about two weeks ago, then it's very, very important for people to know. So Mm -hmm. I think that's very useful. Is there anything else you want to add to that?
3: I have an add on
0: is there anything you wanna to add to that or or you get like you it's, it's all the things, right? It's all the things. No, nah, it's loads of stuff. It's all the stuff. Eh? It's all mostly okay. on YouTube. I it's Twitch stream as well, obviously. But
3: mostly Elder Scrolls online. If I play any other game on the stream I haven't quit. <laughs> <laughs> we just had
0: this conversation that's why we just had this conversation before the stream started it was, it was actually yep. pretty hilarious uh and it's the same for everyone most definitely um don't quit things because no, don't quit things just don't quit things you know just don't the bad things okay, quit yeah. those things um okay cool so everyone hello as I can hear someone furiously typing <laughs> oh
1: my god <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry
0: <laughs> I, I have my phone. Now we know what T does on Twitter. That's what a, that's the... I have
1: it on Push to Talk. What? I don't know. <laughs> I'll just meet.
0: You're good. You're good. <laughs> People's faces, the email I love it. Okay, so um we had a massive update. One of the biggest of the year, the quarter update was Scale Breaker. Um, it came out on last Monday. And it is a two-dungeon update. So if you don't know and you're listening to this podcast, log into Elder Scrolls Online because you've got two... M- Actually, this is, this is one thing um, maybe as well that I'll just start off with to ask you guys. Um, and it's something I notice with, with the dungeon DLCs the most, other than the spl- kind of a splash screen, which sometimes doesn't tell me anyway because I've got my dailies and then I've got something else. Is it easy to know? When these when these DLCs come in, the dungeon ones? I mean, if you were a player who didn't go on the forums, who didn't look at ads, who didn't look at stuff, is it easy I mean, to I mean, see that these. It, it might sound like a really stupid question, but actually, I don't I know if it is. So. You would say so? Yeah, yeah,
3: because, I mean, the obvious one is that you get a download. So that's going to.
0: Well, yeah, other than that. It's going to stop you from now. playing. Yeah, but, yeah, um, is, <laughs> you from playing. Why can't I not? Why, why can't yeah, I play? Exactly. And it's like, then you they start furious.
3: tell you. They do tend to tell you, like when you get into mm-hmm. the game, um, obviously the splash screen itself, you've got the the information that comes up. Then when you get yep. in the game, when you've logged in, you've got the, the prompts and buy the new DLC, even if it's on ESO+. Plus. So you do have kind of, hey, it's live now. Yeah. So that is there. But if you're okay. skipping through information, I guess you could miss it.
2: Oh, the, there is a problem with the landing, pad, or landing page that you get when you log in. Mm-hmm. You do look at it and it's there every day. And you just start sort of backing out of it immediately. Or you grab your yeah, yeah. Your you could probably just ignore it. And ignore it. So um, it comes up on the launcher if you're on PC yep. at least. Like you'll see it there. But again, mm-hmm. that's one of these things where you could just filter it out. So yeah, it's sense, on the login screen. Yeah, so I from love. the patch, you know, the actual patch being downloaded. Yeah, you're right. You could miss it because the information it's there, but you do have to go hunting for it.
4: Yeah. Hmm. See. Thank-
1: Um, so I used to not care about dungeon updates, so I can answer this question pretty well. Um, I, like, for a really long time, when dungeon updates came, I was too afraid to do them. So, um, like, they would, they would, you know, be a new patch, and I would not be as interested in it. It would be more about going on PTS and looking at other stuff that was coming with the patch.
4: Right. Um
1: so i feel like you you know something like you know oh this is there's there's new dungeons or something i don't really necessarily knew like what their names were or what they were themed um but i knew that there was new outfits <laughs> to climb.
0: you always know there's priorities. something new in the store that's yeah
1: <laughs> so um yeah but so that now I'm very aware, but before I used to be much less aware, especially of dungeon DLC.
0: Okay. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just a question I like to ask sometimes because sometimes I'm like, you know, where do I go? I'm listening to read the patch notes. I'm not, you know, I know where to go to do dungeons and I know because I'm, I'm me and I play the game and I create stuff for it. But sometimes, you know, I get these questions in chat and I'm like, you know, people say in the, the community, if they're playing very casually, like, I don't actually know didn't actually know this is even happening. Thanks for streaming. I'm like, damn. <laughs> okay, that kind of sucks actually, because you know, obviously we want like people to get in. I mean, I don't think that's really a, a worry or a concern at the moment. I just thought I'd ask. But anyway, you know. <laughs> so Scalebreaker. Awesome. Um, have you guys been having fun with it so far? You don't need to say mm, anything specific. Yeah. Just just a random <laughs> yes, no. Been Horrible. Yes. Um yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, though, ironically, not the dungeons themselves.
4: Oh, really?
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, well, we'll start with the dungeons, and maybe you can tell me, tell me why, and if that's actually uh, actually the case, it's just not even just jumping into dungeons, I guess. So we have two new dungeons. i uh, have got Moongrave, Fane, and Lair of Marsalock. Lair of Marsalock? Mm-hmm. Lair of Marsalock. I'm going to say that. that is correct? Yeah. That's um, what you wrote down. I think yeah. that's what it is. That's true. Well, I hope so. Otherwise, I just made it up. That's a great name. I should use that. Copyright, <laughs> Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, uh, there's, there's a, I there are issues with dungeons and, and we'll go through them. I haven't actually got a massive list of stuff to talk about because I know that we're going to have a lot to talk about when I bring these things up. Um, but the new dungeons, just just very generally, so you guys are enjoying them. They They kind of... They're, they've piqued your interest you know you're on the pts you're excited for them you've kind of jumped in you're playing them are you still playing them it's like almost a week on i'm What's playing them set? actively
3: on the live server yeah okay on
0: the pc obviously because they're not out on console yet yeah that's true that's true actually yeah so if you're on console and you really don't want to know anything you might want to stop watch- listening now or list, or just listen uh <laughs> <laughs> and like and yeah. later on down the line um t how about you you still playing the the dungeons even kind of almost a week on ish
1: um i actually if just did the second one last night so i had to kind of play catch up
0: <laughs> okay no rush to do them that's all good and stark
2: you've done both of them and you, you've kind of gone through them and no, actually, that's the thing. I've um, because of when the patch landed, I right. actually haven't touched them that much yet. Um, I've been dealing well, with other things, and most of my time in games actually been tied into the Rothgar event.
0: There you go. Okay, mm. so it does it coincided with the uh, the Ossinium uh-huh. and uh, the events to get the well the the extra events to get the tickets and everything else yeah. as well. I haven't done much of the Ossinium event itself. I've done um, like VMA. Uh, Maelstrom Arena and stuff, which is really nice, um, with the extra rewards and stuff like that, which you can find out on, online. We might drop into a conversation about that as well. Um, but yeah, there is, I mean, there has been a lot going on. I think it was, uh, it's kind of good that they did that with the dungeon DLC, right? Because you've got these instance kind of dungeons, and then you've got this kind of almost area slash map event that's going on as well. And you can go to VMA and you can do other things as well, which is cool, I guess. Uh, it's actually yeah. a pretty nice combination um so before we go into the details about the dungeons obviously we had two dungeons earlier this year as well Death's of melatar and, and frostfort do you think mm-hmm. there's and, and i'll start with zynode on this one do you think there's like um how do they compare like you know with the release of of the dungeons do you think that you know they're kind of up to the same quality in terms of, you know, the actual... In terms of everything, I mean, like, art, I mean, maybe even difficulty, even just, like, generally the storyline in them. Are, are they up to the same kind of snuff as the, as the ones earlier released in the year?
3: I would say so. I mean, to be fair, it's down to personal tastes as to whether you like them of or course, not, visually yeah. and, and gameplay-wise. But um, I think Moongrave uh, Fane was pretty much up to standard with the most recent ones difficulty wise and I think Lair of Masterlock as well mm-hmm. but the two the two comparatively I think one is like Moongrave is very very cool it's a good dungeon that's just the basic way that I can describe that in in terms of other ones that we've seen it's it's okay it's good Yeah. Um, Lair of Masterlock however is absolutely mm-hmm. stunning it's really really amazing so I think I feel like they put more work into that one than the other but um, they've introduced a lot of new mechanics and a lot of old mechanics so there's stuff to learn and there's also stuff that you can take from your previous learning experiences with you in the new ones um so i think although you do have to obviously practice the new stuff you're already into something that you kind of understand already so that may take the edge off the difficulty because you've seen it before if that makes any sense whatsoever like familiar bosses familiar mobs all that kind of stuff um but overall difficulty wise, I don't think it's any harder than Depths of Manatar and Frost Vault. I don't think it's anywhere near as hard as the hard mode for Fang Lair. I think they've done really well, but they've kind of they went really high on some of the difficulties and then gradually brought it back down a little bit. So it's still rough, especially mm. if you're not experienced. But it's it's on a safer plane now. It's a lot, lot better than it was before, I think, for some dungeons. I'm I'm actually really pleased with them so far. So yeah, one of them is very, very cool and the other one is absolutely amazing, especially with the dragon. It's I just
0: Overdue, but I'm happy we've got one. <laughs> it's really, really good. It's true. Uh T. When you were doing them um, which one did you do yesterday? When you the day before?
1: Um I think I did Fane yesterday. And okay. we did that one second because um I didn't have a whole lot of time on Friday to do one. And so we did like the the quote unquote easier one um okay. first. Marsluck. And um yeah, Marsluck. You did it on um, I totally agree. Know? That dungeon's so beautiful. I'm super biased mm. towards um dungeons that aren't actually dungeons that are are like Outside. kind of placed out in the world. Mm. And like they build this whole little sort of um uh ride for you to go up on this mountain. And you just see it, it kinda of reminds me of March of Sacrifices where you just mm. sort of see the the location around you evolve as you get further in. Um, Fane was cool, but it it does feel more like a conventional dungeon, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, And when we were doing uh, the dungeons on the PTS, a lot of um, the people in my chat mentioned a sort I hate to use this word, but recycled mechanics. Um, like, and um, Fane there is a boss that uses the mechanics for um, one of the Maw of Lurkage trial bosses. Yeah, and it I almost felt like attacked. I was like, wait, no, that's the that's supposed to be in Ma. I, I really like how unique that trial <laughs> is. But then we also had a discussion about how it kind of helps bridge that gap between Mm. content where people might be able to more easily explain stuff like have you ever done Fane, the boss where there's a shield it's the same thing you have to burn you have to focus on burning so that uh you can stop taking damage basically that's right um so 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 at the same time i it's like it's kind of nice to see that and then the other time it's for those of us who've done more content, it's like, oh, that's this. You can kind of pick out stuff from both of the dungeons that are like that.
0: Okay. Stark, did you have you done any of the any of the new, new dungeons at all? Or?
2: I did a little bit on PTS with Zai, so he knows exactly how little experience I had on <laughs> that. <was Yeah>. Funny. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I didn't have any passives purchased. Mm. But yeah, no, um, the um We'll we'll talk that. about that legitimate. Well. It's a live character I use for crafting. I like, we it on PTS, but it was a, uh, an MA copy, so it's like whoops. Yeah. Um, a couple of thoughts though that go outside of what I ran into. One is that they've continued the habit of pulling back characters from the old dungeons. So a lot of the original dungeons at launch came with dangling plot threads, and they've continued the habit of pulling characters back. So I remember Celine's back. I think I don't think there was another one, but I think that she's back. Yeah, she's the um, main one. Yeah. And then the other thing is, talking about swiping stuff out of Marvel Kaj, I'm trying to get the number in front of me right now and I don't have it, but it is worth remembering very few players actually ever get into trials at all, much less start completing them. So mm. this is, if, even if this is directly recycled content, it's content that previously very few players would have seen, whereas yeah. even with the dungeon completion rates being as low as they are, a lot of people get in there at least on normal
0: yeah i mean that that's very true because i actually never did more uh funnily enough i actually did more on friday <laughs> for the first time oh, and yeah. then i was like oh right that <laughs> okay now, that. now i got it all right okay and and i think it's actually not it's not used at like other than that dungeon it's not used at all and i was like oh this is actually really cool why don't they use oh they did oh this is weird it was just a weird coincidence. I More is actually my favorite trial now. Absolutely. Because it's just got so many unique um, mechanics and it's difficult. I think it's actually like, I mean, I don't know how difficult it is on VET, but we were, all right, we were kind of maybe slightly, you know, I had a bottle of wine. But at the same time, it was like, you know, there was some really awesome mechanics in there that I was just like, okay, this is kind of cool. That they're, if they're bringing back something from there, maybe they're, Starting to you know try and introduce some other new stuff, and they're going back to their kind of roots of more, I guess maybe I don't know
2: there's uh, a lot of really cool mechanics that come out in the uh, in the trials that you don't see anywhere else, yeah, mm. so yeah, I wouldn't feel bad if some of that stuff did not start showing up in four-man content when it was appropriate mm. it, is, it is nice though I, can, I kind of know what, know
0: what he's saying as well, especially if you you know you're playing this as a kind of a vet, and you're like, okay,, oh, I've seen that before. But I also feel like in that dungeon specifically, and you guys can correct me if you're if I'm wrong. You can actually there's a cube. I can't remember what the cubes are called, but they are they Sijic? Is this sigic stuff? I don't know what they are. But you can move the cubes right if you heavy your light attack, um, mm-hmm. and you can place them over like um, explosions on the ground or AOE and stuff like that. And that was like that was something brand new, isn't it? That's not something that's kind of around, or is it? You can do it somewhere it else.
3: It is new, but what they've done in
0: previous dungeons, and
3: they've had kind of like guises or stuff flying out of the floor that you have to physically stand on top of and block. Yeah. This is a similar kind of idea where you do have to cover them up, but instead of using your physical self, you use a block. Um, So it's something that you can visually recognize as something that you have seen before, but you Mm. just have to approach it slightly differently. So it's quite cool how they did that.
0: Yeah, I, I did enjoy that, actually um that was a new flashy thing because and also you can you can light attack and hit it a short distance and if you heavy attack yeah. you can hit it even further and you can just obviously you want you know you can push players out of it.
3: the way with it as well
0: <laughs> yeah well there was there's a really nice part on um one of the final fights i'm really paranoid about ruining this for people but i'm gonna say anyway pre-warning spoiler um where well, you can Finally.
4: move
0: if you, spoiler alert exactly um <laughs> where you can move the block out the way so one of the bosses take extra damage right or there's a yeah. new buff or something yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was wicked you're kind of in the yeah, middle of really this cool. fight between these two guys like between the two guys between the between the dragon and this guy and he's tra- like one person's trying to kill the, you know the, the the main evil guy and then you're trying to kill technically I guess both of them to a degree but even though the dragon's probably going to die anyway and you're just like kind of in the middle of this thing um and the it's story so cool was just fantastic like of, mm. of that dungeon specifically as well um but i actually prefer Fane, funnily enough to um <laughs> okay. to master um i actually prefer Fane because of the it might be because i didn't see the mechanic in uh more because of the i really do like master and like the outside like t says i agree with mm. that um but some of the mechanics in uh in vain, I felt. Well, I thought I when I did the vet because I didn't do normal. I just jumped okay. straight into vet because I was like, yeah. I know I'm not going to learn anything from normal, which we're going to talk about. No, in it's a minute. just new kit. Yeah, it's just that he's. Um, we did a little bit in mass Look, because like, it was a bit slower. um, Funny enough, um, and it was. I was just like, yeah, I just want to be instantly in there and just going out, I guess, but. I, I just preferred it, some you, of the mechanics. mechanics. So it, was, it was like yeah. the boss with the uh, with the four orbs, one in each corner, and he drains the orb, right? Um, mm. And you have to heavy attack before uh, you can, he can fully drain it or whatever. Like, it took us a bit of time because I like going in blind and I don't like looking at guides until I really sure. feel like I need to. Um, and with that dungeon, I had to think a lot harder for some mm. reason than I did with Marslock, Lock, even though I really in- enjoyed Marslock Lock as well. And um, there was something more intense about Feign for me, and um, just generally every single boss. But I still enjoyed them them both immensely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But you you just you still
2: enjoyed them Stark when you did them, even though if you've not done them mm-hmm. that much in life. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. what I was running through was really great. It's just like I said, it's been an awkward time at the moment. So
0: that's all fair and good. That's all fair. And, well, not good that you've had an awkward time, but yeah, you know. <laughs> life happens. It does, that's very true. Um, so we do do we think that one is more difficult than the other? Do you think there is, like, I mean, T, when you ran them mm-hmm. this week, um, did you find that one was quite easy and one was quite difficult? Or...
1: I thought Fane was um, a bit harder. Mm. I actually was surprised at the difficulty because I heard some horror stories on the PTS, but they usually whack them with the nerf bat before they put him on live. Um like originally that um that bat gargoyle boss was yeah. terrifying um <laughs> as far as and very, very punishing. Um that's the one I in heard. the
0: outside. Uh with the blocks, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently there was there was a lot of damage
2: that was yeah going on. <clears throat> That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was actually yeah, a lot of damage. It was more than I could get them through most of the time. Uh, I don't usually heal but it. Was I was healing on that boss, and it was.
0: Yeah, I was healing
2: actually. I noticed that
0: it was pretty nasty. It's just the it's just the combination of all the explosion. If you don't like cover them, right? If you don't cover mm-hmm. those, and then you've got. Like all the other ads, and then you've got these mini AoE ads on the ground, and if the boss turns around suddenly and just blasts and does his cone K- AoE, it's it's a lot at the same time. It's a lot for actually. I feel like as a tank, you have a lot to do in these dungeons. Like you have a lot mm-hmm. to kind of manage, right? Um, yeah, they've done that a lot with the last few dungeons because
3: it was too easy to just hold block and stand still for the most part. But the new ones, they're not like that at all. There's a lot of
2: moving around. Well, there for a while there was also the routine of just skip the tank because you didn't need them
0: that too, yep skip the tank, or well, don't even mm-hmm. have a tank That's okay. some, some dungeons tank. you can get away with it yep. invent mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, just dodge a heavy
2: attack
1: if you kill everything fast enough then you don't have to worry if
2: you're running 4 DPS, mm-hmm. there's not a lot base game that will last long enough to run mechanics on you, very true, not That's even gold tower gold tower yeah, gets annihilated no. Yeah, some of the early DLCs it gets into I'm sitting here thinking, I think the first time they really screwed with that was actually uh, of Zubazitune. Yeah, definitely. Because that's I think even Cradle of Shadows you can probably squeeze without a tank if you, you, you can really know what they're doing. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's really, really, uh, really risky, but you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> running without a healer is risky too, but people
0: A little don't. bit. You can just run vigor, right? I guess you can't do that anymore. Oh you can. Well, you can.
2: Yeah, you can. I guess you can just it's run it solo. Really really like strong. Everyone else. You run Vigor, you on barrier. Like if you want a stam healer, you do that on a
0: um okay. So, I mean that's that's the top, like the top high end. If you're if you're a new player to dungeons, you don't want to not have a tank, right? Oh no, definitely not. No, okay. no, no. You should have a
3: tank all the time anyway. <laughs> I just, wanted, just, just wanted to, you know, clear that up for the night,
0: maybe if new players... No, like, no, don't we're talking hand. difficulty.
3: There are, if you're extremely <laughs> experienced, there's a couple of dungeons, you can get away with it, but I wouldn't recommend anybody does it. Make sure you have a tank, because otherwise you're just going to get flattened, especially if you're not used to it. Okay, so I am tanking on, on DPS, because the tank already dies. They've
1: done a dungeon pugging, and they get their quote-unquote tank. You know. <laughs> oh God, yeah. need well, have more experience. Yeah. Uh, to give them credit
2: for the DPS oh. with the taunt, and that's it. No, without a yeah, taunt.
1: Exactly.
2: They don't even have a taunt. Like, yeah, and that, and that, thats the one thing that does actually kind of piss me off a little bit because it's you do see that with both healers and and tanks where it's it's clearly a DPS they queued in pretending to be a sport, and when mm. they get up there they don't play genuinely seem to believe that you don't need the role because somebody told them you didn't need the role. It's uh... It's
0: difficult though, isn't it? It's it's something Mm -hmm. to chuck in more like Zoss's and like detects whether or not they've got some kind of, whether or not it's a champion point or like a specific abilities or, or a combination of abilities or something like that. I mean, in all honesty, um. I don't want them to do more stuff to make sure that's going to be something they can detect. Because I had really big issues getting an LFG on the Tuesday, actually. Not even on launch day. Couldn't get a Q-pop. Couldn't get it. I'd relogged. It was for a good two hours as well, actually. This is NAPC. Um, and it was a Frustrating. So as a so- solo player, because I I like what I do is I go for maximum punishment. Everyone, um, mm-hmm. I pug vet. Um, it, I did exactly the same uh, with with Frostfall. Um, I took one guy, and I think there was Cyclone, um, and I just you know LFG it um, and run the gauntlet. You know, I mean we were in six hours in in Frostfall. It was I had a ton of fun. Um, not I'm not sure many people would um but uh i couldn't do that this time i couldn't the lfg just would not work um and i'm not really sure why did anyone else have their issue, or is it was it just kind of like a me it's everyone wanting thing? to do the deeps isn't it it's the,
3: there yeah. are tanks available but they're probably already in a group so there aren't many that are looking for a group that, and if the, like i said if they are they're already in one so when it comes to the queue everybody wants to be a dps Mm. most people that are a healer or a tank don't generally queue up anyway so you just end up getting stuck I'm always and also healing, when you've yeah. got the they queue up as a bloody tank when they're not one too because yeah, they yeah, yeah. they skip the queue and then they make up the dungeon last longer than it should anyway because they're not playing the particular
0: role they should be so on this so, day it could have just literally just been a lack of tanks because i heal yeah pretty much yeah it could just much. literally be that um whenever i queue up
3: on a tank i get in straight away and people know yeah. that, which is mm. why you get so many fake tanks, because they think they're doing something positive. And in actual fact, they're just diminishing the effectiveness of the group
4: mm. because
3: they're not what they say they are. I mean, Zos does have stuff in place for enemies to know what role you are. There are some physical interactions from one boss to a character that yeah. know who's a tank, who's a healer and who's a DPS. Yeah, because if you're not taunted, then they mechanics. run away.
0: yeah Um, there is that um and they'll go to someone who's not even in the room at the time and you're like yeah i ran in the uh, yesterday to like Mm -hmm. muscle i think we had with uh reader riles and Jin, and um I, i ran in and i think i was the only one in the room and one of the mobs ran to like Rito. like grabbing stuff in in another room. <laughs> she's, she's always like trying to grab all the gear, like gear from the chests and stuff, like two rooms away. And I'm like, you don't even know she's there. Like you, how? Like yep, come on, didn't man. They find him. <laughs> like, okay, have a right, we'll find were i was a party about you. So they off they went. very taken atmosphere. Like I will find you, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> <And Yeah. laughs> and it was really odd. Um, but uh, but sorry, continue. on it.
3: No, you're good. Uh, when I did the dev tour <laughs> with. Um... Finn and, and Jeremy and a couple of others. I think yeah. it was with Rob actually in that one. They did explain um, how the enemies decide who's what role for certain mechanics. Um, and right. they explained, uh, what's his name? The ghost in Fang there. I can't remember his name. The... Anyway, the, the guy with the ghost above his head, the spirit. I should know. I make the bloody guides, but <laughs> I've forgotten.
4: Um, <laughs> you you make make stuff, him,
3: and he <laughs> knows which one's a tank because that's the one he goes for the last phase. He always goes for the tank on the last pin mechanic. That is a thing that obviously that the game can pick out, but they don't do that for the dungeon finder because if they did, and even if they did have a system in place, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't tell us anyway, because if we did know what works, people would fake it. So Mm. instead of just queuing as a tank, they'd put taunts and shit on their bar and go, oh, look at me, I'm a tank. The group finder thinks I am one. I'm going to get in quick. So they have to be Mm. really careful how they manipulate the group finder to actually decide who does what, if they were ever to put that in place. They definitely shouldn't tell anyone. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah exactly. just don't tell it, anyone
3: people are too quick to, to figure stuff out and they'll yeah. they'll just use and abuse it so i mean they did state that the dungeon finder is being updated which is obviously probably for a later discussion since yeah. that's q4 i think um yeah. but what they do with it as long as it makes the queues not necessarily quicker but more efficient in terms of people actually coming in as the roles they're supposed to be I'm all for it. I want to see what they're going to do. Because at the moment, it is quite honestly a bit of a mess. And that's due to people's interaction with it, due to them just fiddling with it and all that kind of stuff. Not the whole problem, but it is an yeah. issue that is kind of something we can't do anything about. I mean, dungeons are quite a whatsoever. good way
0: to level as well. So there's a lot of people oh, that come yeah. into the game, yeah. they get to level 10, which you can do quite quickly, and mm-hmm. they want a DPS. You know, everyone wants to do damage. I mean, there there isn't much incentive to really be a healer or be a tank unless you enjoy doing that kind of thing you know yeah you you have to to... like doing it it's that's
3: not like uh it's difficult like some some dungeons and some trials mechanics are very very rewarding if you are a good tank or a good healer and you can can do everything that you're supposed to do efficiently it it actually does feel really really rewarding just like a dps hit in high numbers does but for some of the older stuff you just feel like you just stand there holding torn, and if you like being a tank, that's great, but the majority of people generally don't, so those ones, for them, are boring, yeah. Mm, So, it's got better, but the old ones are a bit, yeah.
2: Also, when you are leveling, this is just as a tank, when you're leveling through, um, the content you hit takes a hard turn. At level oh 45. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because suddenly you're getting put into they're normal, but you're getting put into the DLC dungeons. And you're getting put into the, the DLC dungeons with the same people who are having difficulty clearing base game dungeons five levels yep. ago. Yep. So it's like uh, there it just turns completely pear-shaped right there. So
0: I mean yeah, it's a
3: massive difference.
0: On that point of like difficulty as well. T, did you play the dungeons on normal or vet this week?
1: Um, yeah, so um for the pts uh kind of going back i got stuck in the queue on the pts the first day i couldn't find anybody to tank we tried to look in chat nobody had it downloaded so i don't usually do looking for a group but i did and we sat there for an hour i think Mm. and we had all three other roles we just needed a tank we couldn't find anyone Ah, uh, we finally just went into the dungeon and started creeping around so we could at least look at what it looks like, yeah, and um eventually, one of my friends came in and was like i'll I'll fake tank for you since it's normal and we we at least got to see the rest of the dungeon, okay. so that kind of sucked <laughs>
4: but
0: that was but, your normal yeah, so
1: i th-
4: that
0: yeah normal. I did
1: him on normal <laughs> on the p t s and then um on release day on on live
0: did you do on vet or did you do on normal sorry
1: i did i did on normal on both release days for pts and live and then i did them on vets um friday and saturday this
0: ah cool so you did okay good i'm just trying to make sure because this question is is relevant to that that fact um Stuck? Did you manage to get to play them on normal and vet as well? Are you, are uh, you... I have not
2: tried either of them on normal on normal but you but I have not you, tried on normal okay yeah. so that is just you just go just, straight uh, to that yeah. so my only experience mm-hmm. with that was going in there on vet and zy being a the sadist
0: yeah oh <laughs> god yeah well i mean that's what that's why i did and zyanide no, i don't need to ask you um because <laughs> i'll just assume um <laughs> um but but going back to ut so and they're quite fresh in your head because you did Friday Saturday. Um do you think so? You doing the dungeons on normal, and, and we've had this discussion pr- probably with you actually. Um What was the jump like from normal to vet? Would you say for both dungeons, or were they both were they both different? Was it like uh, was it like you know normal? You know, I I did normal. You know, I can I can tell what the mechanics are, and and I'm ready for vet. You know, I'm ready to go. I'm trained i'm i'm honed in i know what i'm gonna do when i go to the vet dungeons what was that the case here or was it was it vastly different
1: so i always have this issue
0: i primed it personally
1: a bit. <laughs> with normal mechanics yeah. like you'll okay so specifically we'll talk about Fane, right um you go in and you see these little like things on the ground and you press a button and the synergy comes up and you're like oh cool I have no idea what this does and so you start playing around and a normal it's almost impossible to figure out what is going on because nothing it it almost doesn't matter (laughs) like you probably should be using them but like I said it's it's like oh does that do anything like I had no idea you weren't supposed to uh, synergize on the the second boss, the Dramothra, Um, because on the first boss, you have to synergize to stop him from stunning, and then you mm. go into that one, and there's, like, these guys running and, and creating the, the little blood balls, and at first, I thought, oh, they're trying to teach you to go to the pads and use it on the boss, so I'd wait for them to come, and I, and I ended up doing what I was supposed to do, but I had no idea that you weren't supposed to just, like, mm. go around and do it yourself, and the boss does actually yell at you for doing it. He's like, Do not use your
4: disgusting blood on me.
1: <sighs> and you're like, Oh, um.
0: Because you do, okay, you do sorry. on that boss, you only do it to like stop him from doing the. So we're talking about the second boss on Fang. Fang. Fang? Fang. Yeah. Not Fang. Jesus. Yeah um and you're only supposed to like heavy attack the orb once right when he's trying to channel it like that's the only real time when you do it is that is that right like maybe yeah, uh, maybe i'm not clear about
1: them. That. basically or yeah. else he he you're uses strong. them up it's like little sacrifice guys that come out and mm-hmm. and die and then you and then you heavy attack it and make it go away as quickly All as possible
0: oh guys but but you felt like um, in that dungeon specifically you didn't really learn much from normal to enable you to be prepared for that, would you say?
1: Um, like I said, I knew that you could go to the pads and you yeah. can make the thing pop up. And I knew in some battles it did stuff, like uh, the one where you're fighting the Khajiit and the Imperial, or I think it's Imperial, who's shouting at you. Um, You have to like use use it to stop the Khajiit from channeling something, that was that was pretty much it and I knew, oh, in the first boss, you have to use it to stop him from being invincible mm-hmm. like, you can't really do anything
2: Yeah, no, you can't. about it's that at all gonna die. yeah hmm I mean, this has been a refrain for a while though, like, how long have we been hearing the phrase you don't learn anything on yeah, no, this is, this is exactly the kind yeah. of what I'm getting to, yeah
0: it's um, it is still a problem, I think. I mean, and also not because it's difficult. Because right, I mean, and this is what I was kind of tease out of of and perfectly did. To be honest, it was good. Um, it's. Uh... There's such a big gap, but I like the gap of difficulty, but also at the same time, it's like, does it enable the players to try harder content when it is so much more difficult? And it's like, how do you even start to tackle that? Um, It's just, it's difficult, you know, because you've got such a varied player base, you know? You've got the vets and you've got the hardcore guys, and then in really those players i feel like make up a small percentage of the player base and and you yeah, need to have the no- normals like there for like i mean we have no idea i mean maybe you guys do um of the actual amount of people that go into normal versus vet i mean and oh. you know do and succeed you... or just go in just we'd go know in and try Not the success it. rates are like uh, hold They're on. Quite bad. Does up. yeah oh, we do know yeah. about the success rates
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know. Ah. Well, we know the vet success rates tend to be. They tend to be around half a percent. Yeah, they're pretty low. Half a percent. Um, I, mm-hmm. I want to yep. say clear. Like the clear rates are around five percent, so one in twenty. And then the vets are like. Yeah, I 1 think bloodroot
3: before. I mean, what? Finn mentioned this before they
2: <laughs> um altered it. You know the you know Gulch
3: Which one? Sorry. Before they altered uh, the big the big bull, where he slams the the hammer on the ground and Fun the whole room held. goes into fire.
0: Is that Falcroof? Not Falcroof,
3: Bloodroot. Bloodroot 4. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, when they altered Ooh, that and they removed the Atronachs from that fight. Right. Prior to that, they I think it actually... was something stupid, like just over 2% completion rate for that boss.
0: It was ridiculous. That boss is different. Wait, they, when did they remove the Atronachs for that?
3: Um, just before Somerset. Oh, so man. So it would have been. It would have been <laughs> there was a patch after. I remember that.
4: <laughs>
3: what the hell was the patch called? Not Dragon Bones. What was it? What was the last one? With
0: uh f- and Depths of Malatar. Oh, um oh wow. Brainfired. Um, it's definitely not called brain fired. Uh <laughs> yeah, so you know <laughs> yeah, of course isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. When Roughstone that came out, began. uh
3: just after it there was a, a- a hotfix or a couple of patches a few a few weeks afterwards, yeah. and that's when they changed that particular mechanic. And when uh, I met him, I, I screamed at him because he just messed up my dungeon guide, because it was all in there. Oh <laughs> yeah, no! They got, they, got, they got rid of them, they had to, What's because the, the completion rate was so harsh, because everyone would get to corner kind of execute, the yeah. Atronarchs would pop up, and he couldn't get past it.
0: They didn't know how to do it.
2: Okay, so I'm looking at, this is specifically Dragon Bones, right? Right. Uh, Can you pop um, that in the chat, the... if
0: you've got a link, or is this Yeah, I do, I do. It's,
2: um. I'm looking, well, it's part of a large chunk of text, but so okay. I'm halfway down the page. But give me a sec. I'll just drop this in chat as soon as I can figure out where the stream is. There. <laughs> so stream there to... we go. Okay. Um, yeah. So I love this site because it's just it's showing completion rates, showing PSN completion rates, which means uh... we can't see for the current content right now. Right. And I'm just pulling Dragonbone sort of at random uh, completion rate for Fang Lair Vanquisher. So just clear Fang Lair is 2.22%.
4: Cool.
2: And completion for scale color peak vanquisher is two point one one, right? So
0: wow. about
2: one in fifty players. Delver like dragon bones delver complete both on vet is point oh or sorry is 047 percent. Crazy. So forty seven out of uh, ten thousand.
3: Yeah, on Whoa! console you can see achievements, not not all of them, but say for example, mm. there's an achievement for um, complete X Y and Z achievement, whatever. Mm. You can see how many people have got the trophy for it overall. Yeah. Um, and that just, does give you some kind of estimate. I mean, it's not an accurate, It just depends, obviously, how many people it, does, it does kind of tell you, like, per platform, what people are or aren't taking part in or finishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I want I mean, some of it the could ch- be for not trying, but some of it could be just.
2: I want to say before the together. before the change that Zaya was just talking about a minute ago, I want to say Horns of the Reach Deliver was like 0.2%. It was it's up to 0.4, uh, 0.48, but it was lower, so like yeah if there's a trophy associated with it, you can put p s n data and actually oh. get the numbers yeah. so you can get an over look at like how much the player base does that stuff and yeah. that's some... also why I mentioned earlier like very few players actually do trials um some yeah. of these things it's are hard amazing. to gauge isn't
3: it because some of it if you look at completion rates i mean
2: mm-hmm.
3: what are we looking at are we looking at um Actual attempts versus completion, or are we looking at the
2: community no, as a whole? Pl- community as a whole. Yeah, and in that exactly. case, like, I'm looking at Halls of Fabrication here. Completion rate now for that is 0.97. So almost one in 100 players actually clear uh, Halls of Fabrication on normal or vet. It doesn't oh, tell there's,
0: us no, there's no difference between normal yeah. and vet there. Okay. In, this,
2: in this particular one, no. Like, mm. And I, I can fish around and try to find some that might have it, but that's the one downside because PSN does not give you. They don't give you trophies for every achievement.
3: So. No, they don't. They're, they're select ones. But the thing is with that, I mean, if you are a player, so, and you, you've you got access to those, obviously, those visuals, so you can see, like, who's completed trophies and who hasn't. I mean, that can do two things. One, it can tell, obviously, the developer, they know anyway, but it could tell the developers, like, maybe it's too difficult because not enough people get it done. Yeah. Or maybe it's just too intimidating, people aren't trying. Do you know what I mean? So that's when they have to kind of think... It should be for everyone to try, but maybe people aren't comfortable trying it because it's scary shit going into vet. But um oh, it, this is it this, makes sense okay. as to why some of the stuff gets altered because if, if it is too difficult, they do kind of bring it back a bit. They have done with previous dungeons to, to quite a large extent actually. Even White Gold Towers had like three updates, I think, since it's released, maybe even more to change the mechanics. Yeah.
2: It's had maybe a lot of changes. Yeah. yeah.
3: There's a few dungeons that have been attacked quite a lot. Especially the Atronarch boss. That was altered. A few times. Oh. People just oh. couldn't do it. Still
0: now people can't do it, even on normal. I like uh, XLD's comment. I always had trouble finding groups. Top players are usually tallbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're yeah, not wrong, people mate. Get <laughs> get you're you're yeah. not completely That's wrong. <laughs>
2: it is. Oh, uh, This is... I'm yeah. sorry, this is wild. This is one last thing on uh, the the completion rates before we move on because this is something new from the last time i checked this page they've since got wrathstone completion rates up for consoles mm-hmm. and wrathstone the trophies are a little different so they've got one for completing either of them on normal or higher right
4: or
2: having complete sorry having completed both of them at least on normal and then one for completing them both on vet completion of either of them like or completion of both on normal you know you could do like one normal one vet and get this but that's at 0.71 uh, percent Completion yeah. of both on vet, point one six. So less than one in five hundred players has cleared both Wrath. So down. wait a minute, is this
0: site like, is this site like just PS4 or is this just? Yeah, like... it's just PS4.
2: This is just PS4. Yeah, you can
3: gauge the, you can gauge oh, the trophies. There should be on Xbox as well. <laughs> yeah, <you'd>
2: probably, <laughs> be a little bit of statistical difference. Yeah, but yeah, like this is, I, I'm the one difference between oh. the consoles and PC obviously is we have access to add-ons that is, doesn't there is really a lot of difference that's the thing
0: i would i would argue as well that this site is, is it's a good indication for ps4 obviously mm-hmm. yeah
2: um, i think it's a good indication for consoles in general yeah
0: yeah 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 for consoles yeah, that is
2: the large, and for what it's worth that is the largest chunk of the community like the, yeah, true. The PC servers true, are fairly small in comparison. Yeah. I so. mean, the access of, you know, more
0: people... It's easier to access a PS4. You just buy a PS4. You don't need to buy all this yeah. stuff. it don't need to buy a PC. Yeah. So it is, it is very relevant. You, you make a very good point, which is why ESO is on uh, consoles and obviously why MMOs probably should be doing that. If there's any MMOs yeah. at the moment, they should be converting. Um, but then well, the, that bears the question, doesn't it? Like, if if you're on a console... Like then these things need to maybe be made easier, but then but then there is that wide audience, especially if you're looking at people that stream on Twitch, who are PC players, because you know you you everything that is obviously Zynode, um mm-hmm. uh you're, you I mean you play on everything, but um mm-hmm. yep. also, uh, all the things um you're gonna be playing on Stadia soon hopefully, oh, <laughs> do it man I'll, I'll do a co-stream with you dude I've bought Stadia. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna try it i am gonna try it um but because it's gonna be controller and i want to try on controller, i don't want i don't want to pull out my ps4 <laughs> i just can't be bothered um you can but, plug it into pc actually because i use a controller on pc yeah i know but i'm just i can't In, in my mmo head i'm just like
3: i can't do it It translates really well actually i've played mmos for the best part of 20 years um and it transfers my phone. keyboard throughout um but obviously, I'm on six different servers, so it might as well just use the same control for everything to keep things simple. Um, sure. Elder Scrolls does actually translate to uh, control pad very, very well. It's really, really good.
0: Okay, well, maybe I should do that. I'll do a do a controller stream. We get into PvP. Well, it's because it's simpler as well than, than
3: most. I don't mean the combat system. itself. I mean the buttons. Because yeah. other games, that's you have a massive amount of skills that you, yeah. you need to assign millions of different buttons for it. Whereas mm-hmm. this, you only have five skills on one bar plus your ultimate. So you've got enough buttons on the control pad to do everything. Just movement that's and buttons. And that's it. Whereas other games, you may need a lot, lot more buttons. That's true. Yeah, that's but true. Even on that's PC, true. you don't even use all the numbers. You just use one to five.
2: Yeah, That's kind of funny too, because there was, there was a design aesthetic that was Really starting to come in around the time, yeah. So I guess went into development. Yeah, like uh, pre,
0: like terror and all of those games. Well, well. I'm
2: thinking I yeah, think like DCUO online. Uh, yeah, uh, DC Universe Online, mm-hmm. the cryptic MMOs yeah. from like 2009. Star 2008, Trek something. and all that kind of stuff. Like so. those actually had mm-hmm. controller support also, and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to yeah. release to Xbox." And said, did that ever happen? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, DCUO well, was obviously got a. a I just did PlayStation release,
0: yeah, it did. Yeah, that one did. That's right. That's true. It's
2: actually a pretty good game. It was really good on control. <laughs> I couldn't stand on a mouse and keyboard. It was Wasn't great.
0: that um
3: Sony anyway?
2: Yeah, originally. that was Sony. That was Sony Online Entertainment. SOE. Sony
3: Online Entertainment. There was uh the ones who did uh, EverQuest and Star mm-hmm. Wars Galaxies
0: and all them. And then they changed over to Daybreak Games.
4: Hmm.
2: Yeah, because Sony wanted to divest. That's right.
0: A couple of people saying as well that they have quite good experiences on controllers as well. I yeah, guess, really like, good. I've just been, like, you know, two PC Master Race for so long.
4: <laughs> <Well, laughs> In
3: game as well, the the actual UI for a console is just the GamerPad version of it. So if you go into PC and press Game, yeah, it will I did change the UI yeah. and it's identical to the console.
2: Yeah. I think specifically it's, like the, it's the Xbox One version of the UI. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it. got Xbox buttons.
0: That's or, cool. Yeah,
2: they think you have to use an add on or something. Switch it over to PS, uh, PS4.
3: You can. I don't look at the buttons anyway, so it made a difference to me. Fair.
0: Yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy 14 has great setups as well for that. Yep, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. th- that's really part of the reason why those two are kind of the forefront, I think, at the moment. I mean, uh, it, what is it? It's obviously wow. Well, it's just numbers. I think people are just subbed to wow for the sake of it now.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a critical mass thing. Like, yeah, part of the thing that keeps them. Um, let me try that again with words. Part of what keeps the <laughs> well going is. The community, like the people you interact with, uh, if you're playing an MMO, you're going to want to play it with them. And it's like there's a really sharp drop. If you try to step outside of that and they don't come to you, like you lose a lot of people and just, they'll just go back to their old game. True. True, true, true.
0: But it, access as well, across like having the access with like uh, console and mm-hmm. also PC and just everything um, and being able to transfer that. I mean, you know, like, just just as a quick comment, I think, uh, and I come from Guild Wars 2 for seven years, I think they've suffered massively with the fact that you can't play on a console. It's not available. It's just PC. yeah. Um, And I think, you know, part of ESO's success, and obviously, like, as you've said, you know, a majority of the player base is on console, apparently. Um, There's a lot.
2: The insult base is nuts for consoles. Yeah. Just like the the, the hardware itself before you even get into the software.
0: Yeah. So, so there's so there's that already. So, it's actually really, really, really good to have that extra audience. Like, people can just pick it up if it's free, you know, it's going to be on the store. People are going to pick that up easily to play. It's free, you know, not people are like, mm. it's free. They're going to try it. It doesn't matter whether or not it's good. Obviously, we know it's good, but um, I think that's pretty fantastic. Anyway, kind of veering off. <laughs> we're having great discussions as per usual, but we're veering off tiny bit. But it kind of all does link in together, I guess. Um yeah. p- unfortunately console can't play it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean how long is it until it's out on console? Like twenty-seventh. Twenty-seven. W- 27.
1: 27.
0: Yeah. Does that kind of suck for a console player? Is there any console players um, in the chat? Do you feel not bad? really. Not really. I mean it
3: is a little bit annoying because you can see everybody else has got it and you haven't. But when the patches get released, they do tend to come with with some bugs. Whether they've been on PTS or not. Right. And generally, just mm-hmm. after the release of PC, they do tend to have a hot fix a week or two after the release. Mm. And usually on console, we kind of get the fixed version of it, although they'll still have some bugs. Don't get me wrong. But they <laughs> any ones they can iron out really, really quickly. Yeah. We tend to get it with our patch on console rather than having the PC one and having it broken for a couple of weeks and then fixed later. So we right. do get the, the newest state of it. So it's it's not necessarily a bad thing in that respect. But again, it's down to the consoles themselves, isn't it? How often uh, Microsoft or Sony will let you upload stuff as a franchise or as a game development
0: company. So there's only certain times that you can do this kind of stuff, um, depending on your... So it sounds uh, like you know something that uh, some of us may not know there. Yeah, it's it's (laughs)
3: like some games uh, have agreements to upload stuff at certain times and others have different different stuff as well. And you kind of have to not have too many uploads too quickly because they don't like it and then it'll break and then all that kind of stuff so it's good that they do delay it a little bit
0: so constant updates is literally so they they can't have constant updates so they need to be really solid in in their production yeah exactly i mean say for example
3: one upload on sony they 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 let you have one every four three or four months or something like that just say for argument's sake that was allowed maybe xbox don't agree with that maybe they allow or disallow certain timeline as well they have a different setting so they've got to kind of match everything at the same time so everyone gets a release roughly the same time as everybody else otherwise it could be all over the place um but yeah essentially we get a a slightly more ironed out version of it once it comes out but we do have to wait a little bit so it's it's hit and miss but it's it's also for the better because otherwise we just get a broken patch, and everyone would complain. Like I,
0: I guess, to a degree as anyway. well. Like if they're if they're just a console gamer and they're not really interested in the PC anyway, then they're just probably not even going to know. In all honesty, I guess they're probably not really that aware. I mean, I, I well, always they've also
2: they've also gone with the thing with the uh, boxed releases, like with, with Somerset with elsewhere mm. that they sync the, the box release up. Like they'll have yep. early access, put that in scare quotes, um, ahead of early uh, ahead of the release on PC, but mm. the official shelf date's the same. So if you're on console and you're not mm-hmm. interacting at all with PC or with the forums, you wouldn't know. You'd be like, oh yeah, no, it comes out on this date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true.
4: Okay.
0: Box release? Why, are we, box why is T tired? tired t- all right, so T's just put box <laughs> with in quotations released with a with an upset emote is that your, Is that an upset or is that almost yeah sad cat what I what are you sad, sad about too
1: sad because, because. <laughs> yeah we didn't get a collective edition i, for know, elsewhere.
2: I, I really wanted well, one this is not clever though um one of the problems for mmos especially something like guild wars is how do you put a put copies on the sh- uh, literally on physical shelves yeah and with ESO, where they're turning around and they're putting out the chapters as retail releases, it lets them keep sneaking out of the market. And you see people, you'll come into the streams, they'll be like, is this a new game? And it's like, no, this has been around five years. Yeah. But it's just hit shelves again. Yeah.
0: But I can guess, that with, what is saying, like with a special, like, Collector's... Yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah. Collector's Box Edition with a statue would... I mean, I think I get. I don't know how many people. I mean, maybe we all probably would have got. We that, could
1: maybe. have had a cool dragon statue. <laughs> I know right.
0: they could have. Yeah,
2: I would have been. Sorry. I gotta think that this had something to do with the seventy-six foul.
1: I know. I'm trying not to say. Really? It, no. Oh completely. no, no, you guys
2: are allowed
0: to say that. I mean, we're, this is a podcast. We're being, we're very respectful
2: uh-huh. on here. Well, no, it's podcasts. um. But so you. seventy-six. There was the screw up with the bags. The it was the position just was not in the condition it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. The <bad> and <laughs> if Bethesda, like if Bethesda Softworks is using the same company for film for this stuff across the board, right? That has to have been just like, okay, well, mm. we're setting the whole thing on fire, walking away, finding somebody new. And elsewhere sort of fell between the cracks on that because it would have had to already be in production right yeah, after yeah. shit True. hit the fan. So. Yeah, true, true. They didn't make it's really
3: the, the tablets, didn't they? But yeah. it would have been cool yeah. to have a, a full physical collector's like box. I mean, they stuff. made them for us, for like. You know, they those did are have retail. some limited ones too. There are some limited ones. They're slightly different. Ah. They're not as heavy. Um and they, they click together. It's
0: got like a magnetic type thing in it. They have magnets. What? Yeah. I didn't see this. I know. I know. Yeah, there was magnets. Oh, like <laughs> I got the one no. with I've just got the stone tablet, man. I mean <laughs> the resin one. Get it yeah, out. there's a there's I'm a lighter one which you could buy.
3: Um I it think was they had sixteen bucks. it Was a sixty? I think it yeah. might be right there, actually. Sixteen bucks? Sixty or eighty or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was like two thousand of them or something stupid. I don't think there was that many.
0: Damn, time Didn't to you, email Gina.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> they kind of said that they were going to bring out like different stuff, like the tablet to replace the collector's edition. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that for people who are not in the US, it mm, makes it ridiculously true. expensive. Yeah. So they were trying to say, oh, well, we don't want our most loyal customers to have to buy the game over again just to get something yeah. but they could literally buy it over again and pay less because it would be in a physical store where they live instead mm. of having to get it shipped like and i have a couple of friends who are like i just can't afford it because it's like a 70 dollars tablet on top of like the game almost <laughs> sort of the, the same game, amount yeah. for shipping
0: yeah oh yeah the shipping and so, then the shipping and yeah yeah, the necromancer coins there is a lot of stuff like that which is uh, very rare and isn't available I think there's only 300 of the coins mm-hmm.
3: the necromancer there a link coins
2: up.
0: yeah I
3: think so something like that was, there's not just many
2: chat. let's
0: see Straight, I, I do yeah. think that there is <laughs> I mean there yeah. is a lot of you know this kind of thing I mean and also maybe I'll relate it to this expansion specifically uh, DLC sorry um where you feel like you they could probably just sell some stuff off their website and and yeah like okay shipping and everything else but just like little bits like you know Mm. um a t-shirt or like uh you know something physical which would be cool i mean i think it's just like it's cost isn't it it's just the way it is nowadays it's just like not many people do this stuff anymore and when they do it they have to do it so well because mm. you know people are just going to pick you know obviously they they had that unfortunate issue with 76 as stark said um and there have been issues with others others as well and but there is definitely people that will pay for it and buy it but it's just like project production versus you know demand and everything else um, yeah
4: i don't know i mean
1: the other thing is you yeah. go to like a game store and there's fallout stuff everywhere everywhere no matter if there's a fallout Street game that's been out for years or one that just came out. And uh, we actually did complain a little bit about that. Like, why don't we have any Elder Scrolls gear in these stores? Like, I want to buy Elder Scrolls stuff locally.
0: I mean, like, this this T-shirt, I mean, funnily enough, I'm wearing an Elder Scrolls T-shirt, you know. They did give out... What was it? The codes, right? Where you could put the codes mm-hmm. into the website. I think... what How could you get those codes? Was it just through streams? I can't remember. Or you could... Do like? Do you remember that website um, that went up? I think it was. I remember.
3: From,
0: it. Uh, do you remember what it was? though?
3: We we had um some giveaways to do. Yeah. So you could get them through that while they were being produced. There was produced. other ways
0: people could. Mine was the wrong people bloody
3: people size it. though; it's too small. <laughs> oh, <well.
0: laughs>
3: so I gave it to the misses instead. <laughs>
2: That's all right. I thought that uh, I thought that it shirt really was good, actually though. up through a forum thing at one.
3: There was, I think, um, there was like a limited period of time where you could get them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if can, you had the code, yeah. you could get it. But if you didn't, then it was up for like six million dollars or something. It yeah. The it's really Oh, fine. yeah. That's by the code. right. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> was... the discount code
2: would change the VAT. Whole... I don't think it
1: was free though.
2: No, it was no, like there was
3: You could buy it for twenty dollars. I think it was eventually
2: yeah, something like that. But yeah, there were I mean, some like
3: giveaways yeah.
0: from Zospo. Yeah, it. I gave one away to someone. I think they're here actually. They might be. Um. But yeah, I mean, there there was that that you could do that. But again, it was a very limited thing. I think there is definitely something there that could be done. Sure. It was the Actually, competition initially, wasn't it? It was a t shirt
3: design type composition competition, and that was the, the outcome. That's very true. Okay. It's really, really, really nice there. Really good print. I'm just like, how
0: did we get onto the conversation? <laughs> this is great. Uh, really, really good. Physical <laughs> cool items. Physical cool items. Yeah. And, and there you go. It is, it is somewhat relevant because, you know, sometimes we want this stuff. Um, and I've never actually, the, the subjects never come up on, on, uh, um, even for maybe for the elsewhere, maybe the first podcast, of which I think T was on, I don't even know if we even talked about it then, which probably would have been a good time to talk about that. Maybe we mentioned it, maybe Ninja mentioned maybe the box I, I may
1: have mumbled about it. I yeah. probably didn't. <laughs> but it wasn't like a strong,
0: like, yeah, we didn't have like a strong, maybe just cause there was so much stuff and we we're excited. But then in the aftermath, we're just like, you know,
2: I kind of want a dragon.
0: Uh,
2: you know, it doesn't <laughs> I <just kind> of <laughs> no. want a dragon, that's all. I mean, <laughs> there's always the Alduin statue floating around.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. You um, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. can have two
1: dragon statues. Yeah, there we go.
2: <laughs> two <laughs> need
3: need it. It. The thing, They had so much work put into them. Like we had the the Assembly General, we had uh, oh, Mufala, which is awesome, we had Malak Bal as well, and it would have been cool to just I mean I don't wanna sound like a bitch because we've got the like, tablet <laughs> and it's awesome but a dragon statue yeah, would have been really cool. Yeah, I mean or, you're or allowed that, to still cat, you know the statue in elsewhere the yeah. massive massive cat that's riding yeah, yeah, yeah. on another cat the huge one. Yeah. We got it that's recently it. in uh, a game that would have been cool as a statue. Yeah. Something like that. I mean people do like to collect those things. I don't so. think I don't think you're
0: being a quotation's mark and uh, quotations a bitch. <laughs> I think you just you know <laughs> you're, you're allowed to say what we want. I mean this is a podcast I'm sure they're not going to No take of course. Personally.
3: I don't, I don't want to sound like Oh, we didn't get
0: anything, but we did.
3: We like, did. We I'm had the we had the tablets, but I would have liked this uh, physical yeah. statue, but like, like the previous for, ones, for of a boss or something like
0: general that. General public consumption, uh, like yeah, having yeah. these yeah. things, would be good because I think they. Yeah, would the unique care. item itself is really, really cool. I don't. Yeah. I'm not
3: going to take that away from that, but the the statues is something that everyone looked forward to when it comes to the collector's editions of chapters, and then we didn't get one. Mm. Um, Maybe on a business side of things, they're not doing so well. Who knows? I mean, it does cost a lot of money to be able to produce stuff like that. But it, again, it's something that we look forward to. And yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, it could just be not worth it at the end of the day. I mean, it it be be digital products
3: are obviously making a lot more money. So yeah. I mean, that's a different side altogether. But it is it is a mm-hmm. fact that we're actually going into a situation now where buying physical products is something that some people still like to do. But
0: maybe they old I mean, people. So much know. of
3: it online. This shops are shutting down all the time.
0: Yeah, Crazy. I mean, where do you sell this stuff now? Like, where do exactly. you sell it? It's all online. Yeah. Like, you're, just, you're still buying it online. I mean, GameStop is in massive trouble now as well, and yeah. that would be one of the... In America, that's the place it would go to, you know, a physical place. What? Otherwise, there's not really anywhere else that sells games, as far as I know, in America. I mean, I'm not American, is, but I've been there for
2: This is years. a weird sort of digression, but it's actually, it actually was a weird experience recently. I picked up Division 2, my significant other, and found out there is no physical PC release. Oh wow. Buy the box? There yep. is not. Yeah, and then, oh that's code. the same with Fallout 76 as well. Actually. Well no, you could actually go and buy a box for Fallout Seventy Six yeah, the yeah, story up, just it was a code. It was a code. You, you code. can't even do that with the division two. Really? Really? Jesus, all right. Why?
0: Yeah, like if it was console, <laughs> yeah, you could buy It's not console, worth it it's not yeah, but, even yeah. worth like producing the paper for it i mean yeah <laughs> it's, like, exactly. it's literally yeah, the nuts. box i mean that's what it is isn't it because all the boxes are just boxes they just you know they've got the box they slip the paper in there and and chuck the code yeah. in and it cuts production value uh cost down there doesn't it so yeah. crazy so
3: you don't have to pay for the physical products you don't have to get them printed and produced and sent out and all that kind of stuff you, you just hear to use, the code buy. you just use origin and you play yeah. Great, right. yeah. Sure. <laughs> the same thing with, with the um the new consoles that, that are coming out as well. I mean, they're allegedly supposed to be uh working towards not having discs. I mean, Stadia, so right? You don't have a physical product mm. anymore. You'll just have codes and downloads, and that's it. Oh Anything god, you'll just get off
0: my lawn, goddammit! It. <laughs> <laughs> it is like that, though, isn't it? It's like yeah, it is, man. I miss well, that like was, physical
2: that things. was the the complete mess that came in. Like it was a, a PR uh, ex- shit show. With yeah. the Xbox One when it was first announced, because mm-hmm. they were talking about, yeah, we're going to just ditch the drive. Yeah, because it'll be always online, and that entire I was it wasn't Kaplan. I can't remember who it was The the guy who was it's like the just deal with the tag that became a meme.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, no, that's a, it's certainly something that's going to see with consoles eventually. Hipster
0: game shops. I love this comment in the chat. There's a few hipster game shops in Boston. That's just now, ga- that's just shops that sell games now as well. It's just like, you know, I go, when I, there's a mall near me um, and it's got a GameStop and obviously, you know, the, GameStop is having, you know, massive issues. They, the, the money they make is predominantly from physical stuff. It's not actually from mm-hmm. the games. It's from like things like, you know, those uh, little pop, figures and then the you know the other stuff you can get you know like hats and t-shirts and toys and stuff like that um and it's the merch it is all the merch it's not the actual games because people buy them online and steam runs sales and everyone's run sales like what every single you know valentine's day you can you know you know kill things i mean for cheap you know it's just like every single flipping holiday um and they just can't compete. That's it's just something they can't do. Um and yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy actually. I mean, I'm going to take it back to the the actual <laughs> scale breaker. Yeah. But I mean, it is it was related. It was related somewhat. Yeah, um, course. but just to just kind of end almost the the dungeon discussion, which I'm not sure if, if we did end. Um, I think personally, uh, in, in my opinion, the normal to vet jump is still massively there i think t mentioned that and and you guys did as well Hmm. um and it's still an issue i in in terms of that information it was very interesting it's on ps4 in terms of completion of these things is very interesting as well and it's interesting whether or not they even need to do that because the small amount of players that maybe even engage in this content to complete it there's so many th- also, different yeah, things thing. it's, it's like is it worth it is it worth us you know if you stick another mode in between or if you have normal plus one or whatever you want to call it um you know it narrows down the queue again and then you have tanks healers you know spread between two mm-hmm. mo- another queue yeah. that's a difficulty
3: well that's also a problem because if you go on to the the dungeon finder itself we know this is getting redone anyway so we have no idea what to expect but yeah if you queue up are you queuing for normal are you queuing for vet or are you queuing for both? And while you're queuing for one type of difficulty, the group you're looking for could be queuing for something of a different difficulty. So mm-hmm. you could be sitting there all night waiting for a tank and he's there, he's gonna join, but he's not in the same difficulty as you. So the same content but a different difficulty. And it just it splits it up into two already. So already it's exactly. it's a mess. Yeah. So, but so yeah, the difficulty between the two is is absolutely difficult. massive. Um, I know why they do that, basically because you have to consider that um there is a large gap between a new casual or not so experienced player Mm -hmm. to someone who is extremely good. There is a massive gap there. And so they have to accommodate for both. But yeah, yeah, if you are just playing the content yourself and you are somewhat experienced going from normal to vet, there's no, there's nothing in between. And and I guess it's ridiculous.
0: That's also the part where you have to say, you know, you have to kind of take part in the MMO. Yeah, exactly. And you have to, you have Mm -hmm. to secure yourself. Um, you know so you have to be out there you have to kind of get yourself involved with people learn read and watch guides you know like zino go and check out communities like zinos like tees for example you know t runs this kind of stuff i mean i run this kind of stuff all the time um where you can and i would say if you're listening to this because this podcast for some reason starts to pick up quite heavily especially with new players Mm. um that you know i mean there will, be, I will, there will be links for these people that you can check out i mean uh, and you know seek the forums i mean i know you know it's not <laughs> the greatest place in the world i don't think there is any game that has the greatest forums in the world but funnily enough i think eso's are actually some of the best even though you know it can be a bit of a fire sometimes um yeah but i think that's just yeah. forums but they are actually not too bad in comparison to a lot of other mmorpgs and it is games. um
2: the thing with the forums, with ESO's forums specifically, there's a lot of people who are quite happy to help. And yeah. there's a lot yeah. of people who want to throw a tantrum, whatever was changed recently, no matter how insignificant. yeah. And just learning to filter between those two. Because if you've got a problem, you go to the forums, you're going to get help. You're also going to get people uh, say some pretty inflammatory stuff. Yeah. Not help you at all, but you're going to find help there. So yeah. it is good for that. It just also has some people who... Just have to get off
0: the idiot trains, yeah. I kind of feel like uh Rav's kind of suggestion because this has been my suggestion in the past. Like, if people just want to see stuff and witness the stuff, like the trials, I mean, I know that's like it's it's off topic again, but I just wanted to mention that. So, if people do want to get into trials and stuff, they could be like uh, actually, Rift. I don't know if you guys played uh, you guys played Rift at all. Very briefly, I didn't really get into it that much. So good, such a good MMO. They they messed it up with uh, pay to win and all that bollocks. But mm-hmm. um, I was very sad when the the day they did that. But like having uh like a, they actually did something very clever where you could go and do the raid as yourself. You just just you. It was just a smaller version. The the bosses were still the same size. They were still there they had a sprinkling of the the mechanic and you could just go through the story uh, and you could understand and get the start and not get the gear, obviously, because that would just be ridiculous. But you could experience the story and everything else and and you could do it just as a single player. Um, You know, I mean, obviously, imagine having single player dungeons in ESO would just be completely ridiculous. It Um, would be. But for trials, like to experience that kind of stuff. But then again, then it's saying... You know, maybe you don't go and find that group of people. And and I think this has just always been the issue with MMORPGs. You know, LFGs, do you even have them? Guild Wars 2 doesn't even really have an LFG. It's all manual LFGs. Mm. There's just groups formed by people in the community. And I actually think that's very detrimental um, to trying to keep a scene alive. Because you really do narrow down uh, the control and and the... um, uh, the specifics for who you let in, you know, and because people are like, you know, I need this evidence that you can do this, that, the other, and it becomes, it can, it does fuel this kind of elitist attitude, um, which, you know, I feel is, is very alive in that segment of that game. Um, yeah. And with, with, you know, ESO, I mean, trials and stuff, it, you do just have to go to kind of a map and almost, you can get into them. You can go to like Cragland or wherever, and you can just do it like kind of LFG or whatever. Um, and it's pretty easy, but, you know, LFG in ESO is 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 pretty good for what it is. It's difficult to get into the newer dungeons sometimes, like you say, because everyone wants the damage. And that's when all the damage deals come out, you bastards hugging the queue. And uh, <laughs> you're not even hugging it, you're not getting in. Um, well, if I've got a
2: choice between queuing in as a tank and in new content, or finding people I know and running with them, I'm not going to go in with a random queue. No. I've got enough pug horror stories already. I um
0: I really love doing them. I think it's just because of the content, though, for <laughs> the stream. I'm just like I know I'm gonna have at least six hours of a stream when I go and do a pug dungeon. It's just I, I like pug to... all the time. <laughs> it's yeah. just a, I like the struggle. I, it makes it so much more challenging. Actually, just because I don't know these people, I don't know their strengths. I don't know their weaknesses. Um... I like seeing people learn.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah I I just achieve. like
0: learning. as yeah. well.
2: Like that's yeah. part of it, yeah. The best runs are where they're where you're working with people and they're actually learning. The ones, that, the, the ones that really turn me off but when I'm in there as the tank and I'm pulling 50% of group DPS. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah like, that's depressing. Oh, god, we had god. one I do like to uh, it. I remember what it was, it was a couple of weeks ago. I think we did ICP
3: Imperial City Prison for anyone that doesn't know what that is. Um, and the last boss has some very challenging mechanics if you're a new player, and even if you're yes. not, you can still get caught out. Yeah, And the machine gun mechanic, where you physically have to get behind the tank yeah, because the tank can block it and you're going to get wrecked. I told someone how to do that. Um, and I think the group mentioned in the chat how to do it to him. Yeah. Um, he's a new tank. He's never been in there before. He's only about 200 or so CPs. And he went in and one banged it perfectly. Got the machine gun every single time. Yeah. Didn't step in poop all the time. He flawless that mechanic and the entire fight. As his first ever attempt, and all it took was for him to just listen to what the mechanics were, and 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 then that's
0: a very unique individual. That I it was it. <laughs> mad.
3: I've got it on um on the live stream, but it was it was actually mental. Everyone in, in the stream was just shocked; they couldn't believe that would just done it. And then there's people okay. that have been playing for ages and still can't grasp it. Well, seeing people physically not
0: know, then go through the motions and do it—that's
3: rewarding as hell.
0: In a you pub. told them though, right? Huh? You told them. That like they yeah. didn't realise that they had mm-hmm. to do that before I okay, came, right. Just yeah, they had no idea. They didn't know what to do. Okay. So, that pug experience was, again,
3: you teaching someone how to do something they're not yeah. familiar with, and then seeing them achieve it. It's really, really rewarding I mean, that's, to see that. That's Although, definitely... you do get some messy pugs. Some are really bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, yeah, people want to go ham, don't they? Just want to DPS the mm-hmm. free and get it done. Yeah. Um. But I think that, you know, that's very telling of the eso community i think as well to be fair i think you know we we all know that people are very willing to help like map chat oh yeah, creators, and and we are all very willing as content creators to do that i mean but it's kind of part of just what we we do i don't think you can really do this and be a very very selfish person um no that's that's rubbish actually um (laughs) i mean there are many (laughs) people that can do it you shouldn't but you know to be to cultivate a community if that's what you're trying to do um you you just really can't i mean you you need to be respectful of uh people's um skills especially mine when uh, i'm tanking in trials uh on red wine um it's just something you need to respect um yeah that was interesting and the guild and uh everyone could probably to attest uh, attest to that in chat um but yeah okay we're going to talk about something else because it's it's a very it, as soon as we can start to go to dungeons i know it just goes to other things so let's talk about while, <laughs> while we've got some time left um it was... I, I didn't pick up, like, a massive amount of stuff from the patch because the dungeons were a big thing. I almost feel like Balance and everything like that is going to either be a completely different podcast um, or is going to be... Because I want to do a PvP focus one on Balance. And also PvE. I'm still trying to get my head around it myself. Um, But we can pick out some, some things and I'll ask you guys like a, a little bit about that in a bit. But there was some mm-hmm. big, there was some big stuff like uh, which I haven't really investigated um, too much. I am just gonna start with the undaunted key improvements or changes. So right. they added, and I haven't actually looked at this right. in game. Is this is this good? So the, the monthly yeah. fifty keys, yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah. so fifty keys, you can get a monster style page for the shoulders, right? Or is this for the mm-hmm. helm as well? No,
4: it's no, it's, it's for the, the shoulder.
0: The helmet comes from the boss okay so it's just the helmet just comes from the boss the style page comes from the shoulders 50 keys so if you're doing pledges like you you know there's no reason to do pledges really and if you have everything you want and you're just getting extra stuff you know the keys just kind of sat there but now Mm -hmm. um and now obviously if you log into the game and you've got pledges so if you don't know what pledges when you've got your on when you've unlocked your undaunted guild line and your Starting to do these um, quests from the Undaunted uh, Guild as well. You can get keys by completing the pledge like a daily. Free dailies. You can do it on normal. Or you can do it on vet and not uh, hard mode to get the extra keys. Um, and these keys open chests where you can get a monster set. Now, a monster set in ESL is obviously a helm and a shoulder piece. And it gives you extra uh, powerful passives and whatnot. Um, which are very useful. You know, it might be extra damage. It might be extra, you know, tanking ability, support. Uh, for healers and whatnot as well. Um, and they're really, really good boons to your character. Very, very important. And a lot of builds are centralized around these kind of things as well. Um, but, you know, if you had these things and you had the keys, there's not really an incentive to go and do these other no. than just for alts, right? Um, mm-hmm. And even then, you and know, then you could switch even... gear between your characters anyway. So if you had Well, they up... also
2: probably got what you wanted for your. When you were in the process of going through and getting it for your main anyway. Yeah. Just because yeah. of how the system worked.
0: Exactly. Um, and now you have this 50 keys and you can get a style page because there's some, you know, pretty cool looking shoulder bits. And it rotates monthly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every month they've got a different one at the moment. Or it seems to be. Okay, so uh, I'm um, running out anytime time soon. So d- no. I'll ask T as well. Is, it, is this a good challenge? Is, is this an extra good thing? Is this something where you're like, I kind of want the style page now. I'm going to maybe do my, do my own pledges every day.
1: It's nice to have something else to use it on, because right now it's not... Like, I had a friend who was just, like, collecting keys.
4: They were
0: a key just collector. To
1: collect a certain amount of keys before...
0: I need to know how many keys he has to...
1: I think they were trying to get a 1,000 on their tank. I don't think they got it, because they had to use them. They had
0: a 1,000? I think. <laughs> Bloody hell. I mean, is there a... Is there totally a...
1: That was on one character.
0: That was on one character? Jesus, alright. Oh yeah, yeah, on this tank? That makes some sense, actually. Is there um? And now, when you log in, if, if you have to log in on all your characters so your keys go into your currency. Yes. Yeah. Good. Take up no more inventory space. And nice. you don't know, have
3: to keep swapping characters to open boxes with different characters to get stuff to the other uh, one. That's it's a mess.
0: It's so yep. good.
2: It just feels also like... saves us from those random keys we got on local characters during Undaunted events
0: yeah that's true that is really is that we're all like who should have been something that was there from the beginning really in all honesty yeah it but, should have been <laughs> if i'm gonna make a cheeky now, comment the undaunted
3: update was really really helpful overall like the the pages for one because let's face it it's rng based and sometimes you're unlucky one of the pages before i think the
2: was it the that one
3: might have been a I don't remember. Okay. Uh, one of the pages I tried 93 keys before I got one. Whoa. Um and, and, yep, that was bad.
0: And that as far as bad. shoulders are
3: concerned, actual physical. It should have been that thousand that key guy, that he
0: knows. <laughs> He's yeah. like you know, the T nose. 747 later, I've got that phone. <laughs> you know.
3: You know the Stonekeeper set? I yeah. tried to get the shoulder for that for my tank, and I wanted a heavy one. Specifically a heavy, just one heavy shoulder, two hundred and twenty seven keys before I got it. Ooh. that's really bad but now obviously you can just flip a coin with a couple of extra keys and have a much much better chance of getting them so what they did with it is really really good.
0: interesting we you were on this podcast before and we had this conversation didn't we maybe mm-hmm. was it with yep. Star? i don't know if it was with Star. Yeah, yeah it was i think yeah i think it, I think been. it was yeah, with we were, stark and kyle yeah you know? and we were talking about at the end where you could buy mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the um i swear i've had this conversation with Tia as well. Um, like maybe buying like uh, the shoulders or something, so they've they have kind of done
2: something now
0: because they you can yes. get a coffer for five keys, right?
3: Yeah, it's five yeah. keys and it's a 50 50 from whatever dungeon box you buy it from. So it also has a
2: chance for the shoulder page if it's the yes. sh- dungeon that that shoulder page comes as associated right. with.
0: So, is that just for the, the page or is that for gear? Like, That's you get
2: gear guaranteed, you might get the yep. style page out of that box. Right, right.
0: Okay. So it just increases. Yeah.
2: So, so if I want good.
3: Lord Warden shoulders or something like that, I go to the one that has the Imperial City box. I pay five keys, and it's fifty-fifty whether I get the uh, Keynote or Lord Warden. It's flip of a coin.
2: And it's only a one in six chance of getting it in the way you want. Exactly. Whereas to... before
3: it's
0: ridiculous and one getting worse. Like yeah, it was
2: something. like th- I want to say it was thirty-six possible drops yeah. in each,
0: something like that.
2: Yeah, we worked
0: it out one stream, I think. What's oh, wait, funny is yes. this was
2: actually the tipping point, too. The um, this release would have made the DLC box have a larger loot pool than yep. the two base games. Oh, ones. yeah, of
0: course, because you've got more, so, you got more kids, you've got more yeah, bloody exactly. armor to
2: add. Um, so yeah, that was the entire thought process I mean, behind it, too. So, what there
0: was, uh, so there would have been six six armor sets added at least, or was it more? The- um, it would be a monster
2: 14. sets. Was... Monster sets. Oh,
0: on. monster sets is two. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. They sorry.
2: took the they took the normal gear sets out of chests years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, this we used to get Undaunted Infiltrator. Hmm. It's an awesome set. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the Undaunted keys, really good. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a nice yeah. one. That's a good quality. We can we can call that quality of life. I think as well. Definitely, yeah. That's um, really really helpful. Quality of life stuff is very important. Multi crafting. Oh my god. <laughs> yay. So T
1: good.
0: T what's going on with the yay? What? why is multi crafting good?
1: Because God, I hated making potions and now it's like just magically you have a million potions.
4: <laughs> I can it's magically.
1: Up so much showing flowers and stuff right now because everyone doesn't have to be lazy anymore. They just have to mm. <laughs> snap their fingers and make questions.
0: Yeah, I mean, add-ons wise, this all this kind of stuff is kind of this
2: is so much there. better than the add-ons.
0: But it is so apparently. much better. Yeah. yeah.
4: That's
2: I still remember a couple of years ago where i uh I'd let my stockpiles back up,
4: mm-hmm. and I was
2: just sitting there with AutoCraft going refining and it took i want to say an hour and a half it was not happiness right. <laughs> now it's just crunch you're done here look at all this stuff you got yeah it's really really good you can
3: clean out your um, infinite bag now by just pressing one button with it's just ridiculous the the uh, the potion making for example if you had enough in your bags to make 10 i don't know 10,000 potions if you had enough inventory space to be able to hold it Your actual bottomless crafting bag could strip your resources in one click. (laughs) You've been saving them for years. All of a sudden, bang, all my potions are done. It's going to make the economy different as well because it's going to be so much easier to be able to, I said this before actually, to make mass numbers of crafted items or or potions or whatever and put them on the market rather than, as someone just said in the chat, someone just said pushing square for hours Mm -hmm. on the console. I mean, It gets boring. You don't want to make more than one stack because it takes you forever. (laughs) But now it's instant. Well, this is
0: all because of console isn't it that these things are being mm-hmm. produced i mean this is the reason why these things are being done because there is a fix for you for you so if you've got oh, you're a pc player you just get add on
3: well this also helps but, with performance as well because the add-ons yeah. themselves i mean the more you have obviously this is going to make you of course um with them putting this as a base game addition not mm. only have they recognized that the players have had a good idea in the first place of being an add-on but yeah. they're also going to free up a lot of space and stuff like that it's not going to mm-hmm. be loads of extra stuff messing up your game and you've got more um what's the word for it more stuff working on your computer basically to focus on the game rather than the stuff that isn't actually supposed to be there it's also your net weird.
2: traffic because yeah, ultimately cool. when you get down to it this was still an automated system that was pressing e or pressing well yeah pressing e every couple yep. seconds for hours on end that's all traffic that the server has to deal with as opposed to yeah yeah just and you could
0: just tell that, of this. that lag mm-hmm. when it came through as well. It was like, you know, oh, yeah. to do him, <laughs> uh, pauses for a second and then he kind of continues on and it just keeps doing yeah. that, especially when you're streaming. Um, and, you know, really notice that. It's like, oh, God, I'm making, like, 10 of this or whatever and it's not that bad. Um, you notice when you're doing, you know, your writs or something as well. Um okay so there is that and also uh deconning stuff you know you can just click multiple things dec- mm, one yep. button decon um that's beautiful now but that's very good um even you know again that's kind of better than the add-ons as well so it kind of improved upon it i mean that's that's what i like at least that they're doing with these it's not like a half asked, half asked um kind of effort like to go between you know what the add-on is and what they're trying to create they're actually trying to improve upon these things and maybe they've yeah. talked to these people i, I want to say that they've maybe even talked to people at some point in time or maybe they don't need 60 add-ons there but it, i would assume
3: they've done it with a few things um add-on wise because um there weren't combat numbers to start with there mm-hmm. wasn't uh buff visuals for timers and such to start with there wasn't right. this this multi-craft idea and there were add-ons that did this for you and over time, Zos has implemented across the board for the whole base game, stuff like this. So we don't have to mess around with so many add-ons. Yeah. So they have noticed that, you know what, some of these things that are being used are actually pretty cool, and we could just apply it to the base game rather than make things really complicated. Right. Obviously, it's a lot to do their end, but it, does, it has come through from several different community-based add-ons into the main game. It's really cool that they allow kind of that sort of stuff to come through. They do listen
0: to people. They do know what, as players really
4: want. They do. They
0: really do. Okay. Anything else from Minecrafting that you guys enjoyed that I've not really mentioned? Or like you guys should check it out if you're listening. At home, and you're, you're big into crafting. Even if you're not big into crafting, even just deconning stuff to get stuff for you, you know, to not just sell it and to get useful items is, is, is a massive improvement uh, in all honesty because I'm going to go on to quite a big one um, for me as well, specifically. Um was the skill lines for alt characters um, now I I really am torn on this one um, and I want to emphasize that I have a lot of respect for Zos. I I really feel like they're they are a good company full of awesome people they're extremely talented but when I saw the cost of this I was really disappointed um, Agreed. because it is bad (laughs) it is bad and I was like this is Mm." I mean I can understand on one level what they're trying to do it's meant to be a really like for the amount of time that it takes to do some of these things I understand but to make this thing worth more than a DLC Uh amount and all these other things I find to be quite ridiculous and, I mean, I, is the, what, is, what is it? Like, how many crowns is it for some? Like some 30K? of them are up to 3K
2: crowns. Three, yeah. 3K? Sorry. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, it's
2: only, only 2K, but yeah, most of
3: them are yeah, yeah. 3K. Um, the system itself, I, I like, because it's oh, a time saver, yeah. and you do yeah. have to have had it done first. It's not this pay-to-win crap you see on the forum. Yes. You do yes. have to have interacted with the content and have to have completed it first. You can't just mm-hmm. buy it. So as Time Saver on ultimate ca- alternate characters, sure, I get the idea. The premise is really, really good. We do want this. Um, for the most part, at least most people do anyway. The choice is still there to do the content if you want again. But I do agree that the price is a little bit too high. Um, I was happy with the Sky Shard prices. Um, That's okay. With there being so many different skill lines, I mean, it's going to cost you a lot to unlock them all on another character. I mean, if you mm. want to buy something specific, say, for example, just Majors Guild, Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to be too mad about two or three K crowns because I've got my character finished now. But if I want to buy all seven or whatever many skill lines there are, that's going to cost a lot of money. So I do think the price is a little bit harsh. They might have to do some discounting on that or something.
0: And is it is it then a a purposeful thing? Like, is it because it's um... (laughs) no comment? (laughs) Um, And I want to I want to again say that I do have a massive amount of respect but this kind of feedback critical feedback like honest feedback is so important to give Mm -hmm. um and to tell you how they feel because at the end of the day they want to know that you don't feel shitty about something um because if you do feel shitty about something like i'm not one of these people who will just literally be like yeah i'm happy with every single decision you made and you know i'm just i'm just gonna sit there and kind of not say something about it because i want to benefit I'm going to be the person who says, you know, I love you guys, but really, I mean, this is not cool. And <laughs> for me, like, as a person, as my own person, I don't feel like this is a great thing that you've done, and maybe you could explain why. Um, yeah. It,
2: it, I'm going to dissent a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually fine with the prices with one caveat, and this is, I had okay. the same problem with the Sky Shard and the same problem with the outfit slots. Mm-hmm. I closed that these are per character mm-hmm. because i yeah. I absolutely hate that you can put money onto a single character and then delete it and that is gone for like that that mm-hmm. to me is just why um mm-hmm. beyond that so with the actual price point on them i'm fine with it sort of if the intention is okay you want a way around this and you have more money than time sure throw money at it yeah that's fine. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But you're not supposed to simply buy your way around the content. No, the no, no first no, no, time, but you're not supposed no. to buy your way around it. The second no. time, you're supposed to do the content the second time. And the price point is steep enough that it's like, yes, you can. If you if you look at like if you look at Cyrodiil and just see it as a plague on humanity and don't want to ever set foot there again, yeah. you can buy your way around the Alliance War if you're willing to spend the bucks for it. But do you, is it really that bad? Mm. Is it really that bad? Or are you willing to go back into all and, you know, put your time in and then come back out with the skills you want? Or, um, or
0: backgrounds. Yeah. I mean, it's, Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. I mean, so, I know there are people, and I know what you're saying. Like there is, there is a part of me where I'm like, you know, it, it makes a business sense in terms of making sure people are playing the game and they are in that concept because they, yeah. they yeah. want to sell Like it's a good thing for them in terms of revenue but it's not they it's not massively important because they must be doing they must be doing well um yeah. i mean we know that just from the amount of you know response like with, with twitch you know going earlier in the year to twitch and saying you know we've got this year plan you know not many people do that at all and like even just mainstream games and just say, you know we want to hire you for the day and, and deliver what we're doing for you Know get and, and be on the front page of Twitch 100k viewers, etc. etc. Some guy, you know, thing gets a tattoo, and uh, <laughs> and you had to do within
3: three seconds of the stream, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, lost, lost. <laughs> well, no, not poor, it's awesome. Um, I'm kind of jealous, and you know, that kind of thing, you know, it gives you the sign, you know, that they're on the up and up, and you know, reviews are awesome, they get you know, best MMO mm-hmm. for five years in a row, or something like that. Um yep. and, you know, they're doing really well, Um, so they don't need, obviously, but they still need to have a revenue, you know, and more revenue, think about these ideas, but also keep the game populated and keep the people in these different areas, because the thing about ESO is, and the beauty of the game is and it, which is very unique to pretty much any MMO, I'm not going to lie is that people are still doing shit in different areas, and that is what they're good at so there is a part of me that thinks Daniel, oh, Jebra, sorry, whatever my name is um, <laughs> now <laughs> everyone posted. knows my name um, <laughs> but everyone knew anyway, this is okay in one respect but you feel a bit shitty that it costs so much that you were excited to be like, okay, I want the I'm lying on my tank and it just took so long to do it um, yeah. the, you know, mm-hmm. it's the cost just feels bad, man um, and it, it's the thing which is making me want to now go and do it But also, I just, I kind of don't want to, because it was long, and it took a long time, and okay, it's stream content and all this kind of stuff, but I'd rather do new stuff and stuff that I haven't done, because there's so much stuff I haven't done in the game yet, Um, and I want to do it with my tank, because I can do that now. I have to go and do the stuff I've already done. And and I don't necessarily want to do that, but I also don't want to spend 3,000 crowns. So, you know, am I a tight ass? Am I lazy? I mean, it's a throw up between the two, really. And it's like, you know, my situation might be very individual and unique. Um, But I don't know how. There's a lot of
3: stuff on the crown store these days. There's so much stuff to try and purchase. Mm. Um, And this obviously adds to that, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, you've got choices but I do agree that the price is a little bit I mm-hmm. like the system, I'm really happy that we've got it it's, yeah. it's brilliant. It's but it's just, I would say bring it down a bit, bring it down to where the sky shards are. The
2: other thing about this that just drives me nuts is the optics like just across the board because mm-hmm. like as like I said, this isn't really pay to win, maybe there's an edge case on low level character intro PvP with Sky Shards purchased and with the Skill skill lines purchased. But outside of that weird edge case where you're spending a lot of money for something you can only use for a while.
3: Well, that's also uh. an
2: issue, isn't it? The PvP yeah. side. Because people this is the
3: I'll say people, I use that term loosely, are just the complaints I've seen. Um the the fear is that people will get ahead of the game, if you like, in mm-hmm. PvP. PvP does obviously scale you up if you're lower level, but it only goes to what, one fifty? 160. It does go to 160 now. Well, either way, it will put you up to where everybody else is, to an extent, although your stats are a little bit higher. Um, what is the problem? Is it the fact that people are getting too powerful with the scaling system with those skill lines already unlocked, or is it that the person that's up against them doesn't think they can beat them now that they've got the same stuff as them?
2: It's not even that. It's... That's an issue also. No, it's, it's not even so many that, It's about meteor. Have it's you amazing. seen... Sorry, carry on. It's like I said at the beginning, though, it's a perception thing, like it's an optics. You look at it, you see it, because quite frankly, this doesn't matter for pay to win in Mm -hmm. low-level PvP. What matters there is you take your character, you take something like a Sork, you take a Necro, you've spent time, you've gotten it to level cap, you know how this thing works inside and out. And even when you're limited to six skills total, like, you know, just the first six off each skill line... Yeah, You can still turn people inside out with that. Yeah, of course. I mean, especially problem.
3: if you're a Dragon Knight or something like that. Because some of oh, your, yeah. your most effective skills for PvP are actually really, really low level. Mm-hmm. Um, That's some of the first things you unlock.
2: And well, same also... thing with the Sork. Like, yeah, exactly. Sorks are disgusting in PvP, yep. if you know what you're doing. But then you then somebody, you know, like they get completely steamrolled. Mm-hmm. And they go look at the crown store and it's like, oh, you can buy these skill lines. Wait, I wasn't beaten because they were better than me. I wasn't beaten because they have superior knowledge of the game. I wasn't beaten because they're actually running two full five piece sets of rarity. Mm-hmm. I was beaten because they bought their way there, even though it's not true. Yeah. That perception,
3: That's true. People it mis-
2: misinterpret it a little yeah. bit. You you you're right. People um, think
3: that,
4: though.
3: Do the thing I've, I've seen as that. well is like people are like, oh, they'll have Major's Guild at level 10 or whatever. That's not fair. I've seen characters at level 20. Taking advantage of the scaling system, obviously golded out Mm -hmm. out all their crafted gear, got a few skills that they wanted for their build, they've made it perfect at level 20, and they have got Majors Guild Max already when they're level 20, so it doesn't make a difference, exactly so when it comes to to buying them off the store, people's arguments saying, oh well they'll get the skills too early too early for who, they can get them already Yeah. if they focus on it, I mean if you go out and grind, obviously you're going to out level, and then you're going to be a high level with the skills, but you can already do that
2: Hmm. I also don't like. Okay, so Except something. Nice, uh, yeah. Well, you can get that pretty early on though, if you actually run pretty specifically. You'd level up before then, I think though. If you'd level, but you, if you if you start grinding at three, you'd end up twenty five by the time you capped it, if you were exclusively targeting them.
3: Mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Not far. I mean, it might it. be a little
2: higher than that, but it's not. We're not that far outside the range. Like, you're still going to be in lobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. the other thing that drives me nuts about this so back when the game released there for a little while it wasn't completely clear what was going on with the vampire I think they're designed from the UI to be mysteries they don't show up in the UI at all they didn't show up on the UI even when we got all the other skill lines visible at start mm-hmm. and so there's this kind of element of okay well you know you can be a vampire in this game which you'll realize the first time you start running into other players who are vampires or you start seeing players wolfing out but for a new player one of the first things they'll see is they'll go to the crown store and now you got this whole skill line thing and like oh look here here, vampire and if you don't talk to somebody if you don't get that information ahead of time it very easily walks the impression that Mm -hmm. these are paid for books Mm -hmm. and again if you
1: know what you're doing
2: that has yeah this isn't a new issue
1: because you could get the bite I feel really bad for anyone who actually bought a bike oh, yeah, no in but...
3: yeah. Well, this is the thing as well. They're skill lines, aren't they? They're 1,500. 000... Mm-hmm. it's for an entire skill line. So if they're yeah. 1,500, why are the other skill lines 3k?
2: Because those start at level 1. They just unlock it, which you wouldn't Still. have. But, you
0: know. It's a time thing as well, isn't it? I mean, Vamp is pretty easy. And werewolf to just up you know, you don't even need to People still try fun. and charge gold for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, they do. I mean, a lot of people will kind of roleplay that stuff as well, actually. Mm-hmm. And especially yeah, on PC. I like oh, it oh, when um the community loves it. Yeah. Like, I like it when people are trying to charge for it and someone just runs up and bites them for free, raises the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, right. you know, like five K gold, ten K gold or something, hundred K gold. You know? Oh yeah. man. Back at launch,
2: forty mm-hmm. K PC.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, yeah they lot. had
1: this really cool group though. It was like a guild full of vampires that did an event after launch where they were you could go and get a bite for free because there were people that were basically gatekeeping those.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. skill lines. oh, yeah, that was and, um, that was a special piece of history. You want to go through this or yeah. you want me to? Oh, tea, tea, no, it was it. just.
1: It was pretty, it was just, I just thought it was really it, very telling about the Elder Scrolls online community even back then that, you know, there was some people that were, um, policing, uh, yes. basically, mm-hmm. we didn't have a crown store back then. So the only way you mm. could get a bite was through the mobs and, mm. um, the, the werewolf and vampire mobs only came out on a certain time and a certain day. and what certain people will do is they would run over, kill the mobs, and then nobody could naturally get scratched where, um, you know, it'd be polite to just leave them, get scratched and run. Um, Cause they were much, much stronger than the regular mobs. And they're still out there. You can still get naturally hmm. scratched. And, um, and so there are these people who were, you know, basically trying to get gold off of players to, to get a bite and so there was a, a guild and they got together in Riften and had had people come through and gave them all bites as much as they could and they were trying to like recruit other vampire players to help them and it was it was pretty heckin' wholesome <laughs> to say that much.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool actually, I like that. That is good. Used to be 10k a bite. Oof. Used to be a lot more than that, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's, I feel like it was like forty k or something it was, at launch. Yeah. At launch which was it was ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, someone was offering from hundred.
3: When I people really, people are really wanted... protective of that now. Like if it's, if someone shouts out in local chats selling Vampire Bite, whatever, someone will mouth back at them and say, "Don't yep. buy it off of him. I'll do it for you for nothing."
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Oh, there you go. That's a testament to an- another change. Um, yeah, it is interesting how much he, how much I heard from the start of the game to uh, and the community to now, even on the even on the stream directory, just about, you know, the people who were streaming as well and like all the, the differences and the changes and you know, how maybe even Zoss kind of influenced this themselves and in different changes they influence and, you know, put in and how people Yeah you know, wanna actually change it themselves. So it's it is pretty good. And I think this is uh, you know, it's very much been a partnership between maybe Zoss and the community of how everything's kind of turned around. It's interesting. Um, and you can't, you can't just do it. You can't just be the company that switches everything around. It has to be the the community that's willing and the people have to be there to, to incite that kind of thing and to, to carry on and make it, you know, what it is now. Um, I'm very aware of time. Uh, I don't want to go mm-hmm. too far over, and it's 20 past now, so we've got about 10 minutes. Um, yep. But, da, 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 let me have a look. So, I mean, like I said, just to wrap up the kind of skill lines for all characters, if you don't know what that means, and I will just very, very quickly uh, explain it, uh, because I didn't at the start, so I'm sorry about that. Um, you can buy uh, different guild lines or world lines or whatever else that we're calling them um from the store like Major's Major's guild uh, sigix on there um even though you know we maybe wasn't expecting it to be on there um alliance war dark brotherhood uh, and and some others as well you can actually just purchase unlock them on one character only um and then level them up and whatnot as well so you know that's the discussion we kind of had. Is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? You have to have it unlocked first, of course, on one character. So you do still have to do it. So you do have to experience that content. But uh, that was the discussion we kind of just had. In terms of the rest of everything else that was added, I mean, um, a big, big chunk of it. Obviously, we've got 10 minutes. We've got nothing to... I, I don't really want to pull out specific abilities. There was a lot of balance. Um And I'm still questioning whether or not I have a balance uh podcast because I I don't really like doing those anymore <laughs> because things change and people have very different opinions and then I'd have to break it into PvP. I'd even have to break it into BG, Cyroidal, then Trials, then Vet Dungeons, open more content, yeah. and it's way too much of
2: a um something. For, I think it's to kinda I think of, we can just sort of wrap this one around. It's not really so much a balance change as a complete re- game combat. Yeah. There's been a change with the lead combat designer. It went from uh Eric Robal, to, I think, yeah. Brian Wheeler's the one. Brian Wheeler's the one. Now, yeah, yeah. So there's a, it's a whole dynamic change between the two, and what we're seeing is Wheeler's going back and basically reworking combat from across the board. So it's not really, yeah. This isn't a balance change. This is it, they're reworking combat to uh, that's better by systems it. approach. Yeah. 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 yeah i mean i guess i
0: guess from that um it kind of it kind of it changes balance but you're talking it is literally a core um, yeah it is from
3: from the ground up they've done like a massive audit on on the skills and and over time they're going through skills they're going through gear sets and they are looking at it as a whole rather than just all that one skill is a bit iffy so we'll just do one thing they're doing a whole kind of it is, like Stark said, like a rework entirely. It's really, really cool what they're doing with it.
0: What I feel I mean, like is it's like a removal of, it, what I think is not, on a basic level, it feels like they're trying to move away from spammy spammy abilities to something a little bit more where your decisions are more important
2: about how... There's a lot abilities. of
3: decisions, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
2: The other major thing is they're moving away from a lot. So at launch and up until a couple of months ago, ESO had a very easy combat system. There's a lot of stuff there that's like, this ability works this way, but that ability doesn't, but they look like they should be similar. Um, the fun one is Entropy and Strife. Like these two abilities, when you just look at them on paper, should be the same ability, just one's class restricted. And they were completely different mm-hmm. uh, just across the board. So mm-hmm. they're actually going to end up closer to each other. So it's going to be kind of like, oh, hey, here, you've got an ability that's that deals damage and then it heals you. Here's another ability that deals damage and it heals you. They're not going to be the same ability, but they're going to be similar, so it's not this weird yeah. thing of, oh, hey, if you've got Strife, Entropy is worthless because the, stat, the bonus from it just isn't there. Okay. Um, there's a lot of that coming. So there is a lot of that.
0: I mean, I know there's been some impact on PvP, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been... I'm not sure about Charles. I mean I think I think at the moment it's, it's a little bit still too early because I always I always yeah. think this with balance as well and it's like even though it's on PCS people test things people try stuff that initially there's always the people that, that do and will get upset and then people don't want to change like and that's just the same with any game almost but you know mm-hmm. um when when meta I'm going to say when meta changes come in and like balance changes is in PvP and PvE as well. I think it just keeps the game and when, especially like core, yeah, exactly. It keeps it fresh. Like from a course perspective, it just, you know, it reinvents the wheel and to a degree where people come back and they say, you know, now I want to try this. That, you know, maybe they hear about the combat changes or such Mm -hmm. a massive balance change or like a meta thing. And then, like, you know, it changes the game a bit, you know, maybe. I don't need to spam Healing Springs anymore. Um, no, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> and nice. And it's this just is the like, thing about it, though. Yeah. Which, sorry, carry on. Go on. No, no, no. I mean, that's kind of it, really. I mean, it's just that's you know, I need to change my playstyle. I need to put that Necrotic Correct. Orb in an area where, you know, yeah. I, I want the tank to get it, obviously, but I also want other people to get it. So I'm going to position myself in a place where that orb is going to go through three people maybe now. Rather than just the one. Or that one person gets it, then I put it in a place where these guys can get it. It's just like yeah. it's just better. Like I'm thinking more about the placement of that and albeit I did forget that I can't spam it. And it was kind of like on automatic muscle memory yeah, yeah. thing. Hmm. And it takes some time. But then there's that thing in my head, but then I'm working harder. Um and I want to do that as a player. Yeah. I don't wanna just be able to be like, Oh, you know what, I can just spam this and I'm gonna be fine. I wanna use well, a the combination thing... of things. <laughs> this
3: is good. The good thing about it is when they do something like this, a massive, massive change, uh, mm-hmm. whether it be skills, sets, whatever, the idea is that we are supposed to adapt to the new changes. That's what's supposed to happen fundamentally. A game that progresses like this will always have changes and we have to keep up with it if we want to. Yeah. The struggle and the tears that I'm hearing from people are from people trying to still play the same way with something that's completely different. Yeah. That's where the mistake is. Instead of going, oh, this is new, I've got to change something. They're like, this is new and I can't play how I used to before. Mm. yes captain obvious that's exactly what's happening (laughs) how you are it's it's completely you adapt to something but as a whole not just put on a new skill yeah and that's basically what they're trying to make us do they want us to adapt and if you do adapt to the changes they are solid they're really really fun
2: there was something interesting that came out of an interview with finn um on the tenants a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. um one of the people that's actually in the room when they're working on balance changes is finn so yeah, they've yeah. got him there for that, they got Wheeler there, and Wheeler used to be PvP and now he's he's doing both jobs. So you yeah. get you've got your high end uh PvE content, you got your PvP content there. So they are actually paying attention to not breaking the game in such a way that you can't clear it. Of They're course. keeping that in mind. So
0: so they do actually I need to start getting devs on there. I really do. They they really do talk like they're almost in the same room. Like even people from different segments of the game talking to each other and seeing how these things Mm -hmm. impact each other. Yeah, they actually do do this. Yeah, they do. Fucking hell. (laughs) So I don't I don't like saying the F. (laughs) I don't like bringing that onto the the podcast. But thank God for these people. Not like you know whatever you believe. Like you know just thank Mo. Like you know I mean yeah they don't they don't just put
3: stuff on paper, throw it all in a bin, and then release it. They're very very interactive with each
4: other i mean that sounds ridiculous
0: i mean it sounds stupid for me to just assume otherwise right but so many people do that they don't talk to the team of course like a lot of studios that behave that way
2: and it's just like why
0: like did you talk to you know when you balance this thing for pve and you were thinking about just raids and you're thinking about how ridiculous this ability did you think about you know and i'm thinking about guild wars 2 i'm sorry i am and it's just like no, it's okay. what the flipping hell was going on when this <laughs> when this went on like did you guys like communicate i mean you must have but like it didn't something didn't click something i feel really bad saying that but it's so true and um cuz i love those guys as well but like it, there is a real that's when the communication is just so important and that's really good to hear actually um i would love to listen to that podcast so if you want to put that in chat Stark, I'm, I'm sure many people would um, I mean I know dots are broken in pvp but there's always going to be a difficulty it's it's thick skin you can't <laughs> there you go <laughs> it's, it's difficult like you can't yeah. you can't always get it right it's, I understand that it's when there's mm. the ridiculousness of something that's been so blatantly changed that it's just like it just is completely broken here and okay maybe I understand about the dots thing I do um, but like, and, and I know I'm not experienced enough to say, um, you know, you do this, do that, the other, because I know I watched Giselle last night and it was pretty disgusting. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, I feel like maybe hopefully there'll be something down the line or something. There is something people would haven't realized yet yeah, aren't trying, or maybe there's a change that there can be. There
2: are, there well. are some options. The thing about, the thing about DOTs and lack of counterplay in PVP is that's not new. Yeah, and that's yeah, been yeah. around for a yeah. long time. And yeah, but he's, yeah. they're, the they're working is, on like
0: it's... the base of from the core, right? I feel like that's going to get addressed somewhere. Mm-hmm. Are people yeah. using a lot of cleanse abilities? That's the thing to also consider because if you yeah. go up against Templars or anyone
3: using Earth Core, or, yeah, there's a few sets that do it as well. Loads of different ways to just rip the dots off of you. So, I mean, in one respect, you could run out of juice by constantly cleansing stuff, but then you are forcing other people to just keep reapplying the bloody thing, so they could run out too. You're constantly battling between each other. Lots of different things that you could mess with for that. But, yeah, I do think they need to kind of look into it a little bit more. But they did... Was it Q4 they're looking into? So I know they've got balances coming up. But are they doing Next PvP year, stuff it? for that one or was it the one after? Uh,
2: I don't remember. One of them. Yeah. So we don't
3: know what's coming. That's the thing. We, we, we have no idea. At the moment, it's looking bad on paper. And, and if you mm-hmm. play the old way that you did before, then, yeah, sure, you're going to get wrecked. Um, But there's, there's two things. One is obviously adaptation to to play like change how you're doing things or the other is we have no idea what to expect next they could be doing anything
0: i know what i know what cyclone's saying in chat he's talking about costs and you're like if you would change your play style to the point where you're so not aggressive yeah and you're spamming something to get rid of something you're not really fighting you just you're just kind of surviving and i think you know that's kind of part of it it's like you can have these things but you are the one being hit Mm. yeah i mean well this is the thing you know the the joy of pvp is being able to you know (laughs) do damage you know you can you (laughs) cleanse something it goes it doesn't just get reapplied automatically like really quickly and easily or just from then there's you've got to worry about a proc from okay before we start going into this situation of we're going down the balance and the conversations (laughs) of this because it's dangerous um we are going to actually end but um it, it's a conversation i think maybe i should have some really roundabout about com- podcast about this at some point in time because i think it's something people would like to you can go on about it for hours trust and me this is the problem i've done i mean i did i used to do so PvP, yeah. pvp podcasts um to you know i think i used to have about a thousand people on these for guild wars 2 on their main channel and it was like you know I felt that I shouldn't have done it sometimes. it's was just like, this is... Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> this is a dumpster fire waiting to happen. And it would just be, like, you know, complaining and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I, I personally think that, like Stark said, um, and he, he put it in a very, very good way, uh, like, core up and, and use on it as well. Like, you know, this is a core-up thing, you know, this is a work in progress. But as long as people are aware, made aware of this, um, I think they can understand that at times, you know, there might be something which uh, um, isn't able to get addressed, just literally because they're just still kind of getting to it um, Mm -hmm. as well. I know that's a very generalizing statement, but, you know... We're gonna end. So there you go. That's to me, <laughs> um, but okay. Uh, is there anything that you guys quickly want to bring up? Like, T, was there anything specific from Scalebreaker that you're really enjoying that like, I didn't mention?
1: You um, didn't mention.
4: If we did, it's fine.
1: Sure. Thank. Um, uh, I guess as far as like the the changes, I just want to say I. I don't know what I'm doing half the time. And I've, I've broken my my best score in VMA the past couple of days.
4: Oh,
0: nice. Chris.
1: And I was really afraid. I was like, oh, no, I got everything down. And now I'm going to have to, like, relearn stuff. Um, It wasn't as bad as I thought. But I also know that there are other classes and other roles that are or having a lot rougher. I play a magic and night blade, and I also know some people are like it's dead, but whatever. I've been oh, playing magic and yeah. night blade since launch. It was dead when it when the game launched, yeah. so then anybody That's like true. no one really played it at all. So um to me, it's like you know, it, if you just kind of stick with something, it's like when people come in and they're like, what is the best class?
4: Oh is, I hate
1: that, that question. like don't
3: no such worry
1: about no. what the best classes. Don't worry about what the best race is or whatever. Just play what you like because then when it's not at the top or it's not the best, you're still gonna be able to to get through it and then when it is on the top, you're gonna do better than you would okay. if you just keep hopping around to different things um i I think with the new changes though um. It's just not everybody has the answer right away. Like they don't have the the knowledge pool to understand how to change what they've been doing mm. for a very long time. And um, most of the stuff that I changed is actually things I used before the AOE changes. Yeah. <laughs> so we like like I had entropy on my bar back then. I it was a nightmare because dual wield was best and i hated doing dual wield on my magic and i play i'm like i wanted to use a staff dang it and um it was just it's weird that it's like kind of just come back around again and i have a feeling eventually we're just gonna get AoEs again (laughs) it's gonna yeah it's gonna we're gonna have the same cycle again but um people are very impatient and mm. I, I like people are coming in. Really, people too, are like, impatient.
2: <laughs> you so, yeah. so you like, are you are flipping they on watched,
1: the like they're gonna gold oh, no, no. out new gear. Yeah,
2: like yeah, yeah. not yet. Yesterday,
1: and it's like, oh my god, don't do that. Please. I mean, this <laughs> is why. This is why it's
0: going. This is why T is awesome. because She just plays the thing she wants to bloody play. <laughs> this is this is the way people should be. Like they should just do like, and if they, you know when they want to be competitive in something, they want to do these things, they change it. They accept the changes and they, but they still keep in their head, you know, I do want to play like this. so I'm still going to do it at different times. And, you know, it just depends on my goals. Um, and I think that's the player, you know, that's the player I like kind of like to be, I don't know, I guess at times, but, um, (laughs) it's, uh, I don't know. You're happy though, T, right? Is what you're saying. You're good.
1: I'm saying, like, for me, it wasn't that bad of a change, but I understand for other people it is. So, like, Mm. I've had some people go, oh, it's not so bad. But then I've had other, my friends go, everything has changed. Um, (laughs) And and so, like, I don't want to understate people having to relearn things and, like, everyone kind of readapts at their own pace. And depending on what they're playing, that might take longer and what it's taken me mm. and so i don't know i just don't want to make people feel like oh it's me like I, what am i doing wrong like if they just don't have the understanding of how to fix their build to and how to play it because you can tell people oh use these and they're not gonna have any idea i have no idea what i'm doing with the orbs like what what is going on? So I like yesterday I had to go around and try and figure out what when I should be casting and recasting and and I had to shuffle some things around. And yeah, it, it's just gonna take time.
2: Also helps and I'm saying this is somebody who maintains a Stan Blade and has since launched. We took our lumps back with elsewhere. Like the stuff they were gonna do to us that hurt already happened. Hmm.
0: Like we were, <laughs> we're on the it sounds list. like an emotional journey that stark's
2: been on jesus it. <laughs> it's been a rough exactly. ride yeah,
1: so, like what if next patch I, like everything's confusing for me and then the people who didn't have it so bad or had it really bad this patch are like oh well i'm already used to changes that's what i mean it's just yeah you don't know you don't know when the nerf bat's gonna strike oh god <laughs> he's like oh. putting fear oh, in all
0: of our hearts right now <laughs> it's like, well you know you're good now everyone this this was tea this is the uh, undercover tea going on right now this is a little of the, like, emote just popping down from the top of the screen just saying watch out the devs are gonna get you they're taking away your stuff anyway okay um very quickly um i think is there anything specific very very short um and thank you T, for that um Comment, really important one. Uh, Stark, Grumman, Designer. Is there anything you quickly want to add that was very good from the patch that maybe we haven't talked to a, a, about at all, just like very, mm. very quickly? Not off the top of my head. Okay. I think you've gone over most of it. it was majorly important the balance. I guess,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think the the extension of the balance changes beyond, just, because again, we've had it with a couple of classes. Mm. In the last couple. But this is extended beyond that. This has hit some base systems. This has fixed some stuff. Again, like the the comment going on in chat about bleed uh bleed DOTs, like that's if you were using them before the patch, it actually got nerfed, And that's yep. nuts. Like as much as people are going, Oh hey, the DOTs are too crazy, it's like, no, you're a- the DOTs now. And that's mm. the um like that's the crux of it though. Like this is actually a re- this entire balance rework is a really, really good thing. It's not going to be perfect, especially like in individual moments. And this is where the release cycle we talked about get a little bit aggravating because it's like we're going to get a major patch now. We'll get, but we'll get another major patch until three months from now. I and think they'll be doing small changes as well. There's going to be some tweaks, Maybe but only they only, uh, they only yeah. put out fires. Like if it's yeah. if it's this is over, but it's over across the board and yeah. everyone has access to it. I don't expect to see it change, not until they rework it again. So. But I, I think on the whole, this is actually a positive change. Like from what I've seen with it, and even just from kicking people on the ass and making them reevaluate with them, that's always a good thing. Because I think it is, if right. we get complacent, we get bored. And then yeah, we, the we turn out and leave. Right. And it's like,
0: exactly. So, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that's gonna be enough for episode done. The New Companions, awesome stuff. Um, and we will be back in two weeks, guys. Uh, so if you've been watching on Twitch, YouTube, or you've been listening on iTunes, Anchor, uh, Spotify, all the things that we are currently on. I looked at it last night and did a little cheeky search, and we're on all the things. Um, thank you for watching, thank you for listening. Um, we had T the Khajiit, Stark Realm, and Zynode on this episode. If you want to have a look at uh, their content where they are. I'll put a link for each of their uh, bits and bobs, and make sure you check out their panels below their streams if they're streaming, or um, their Twitter bios and whatnot as well for the rest of the information. Uh, T, if you is uh, where can we find you? Is there some rough times maybe that you're online? Like, is, let, tell, sell yourself for a sec. Um, okay, so I uh, <laughs>
1: um, stream I here, here on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. T underscore the underscore Khajiit. And um, I'm usually on afternoon, evening, night, on every day except Tuesday and Sundays. So come spell. by and say hi.
0: Spell differently to the way I spell it for some reason. Um, <laughs> I don't write it like that. Um, awesome. Yes. Check out T as well. Absolutely, do this. Um, really great community as well. And you might be able to join for some trials as well, for sure. That'd be really, really good. Um, Stark,
2: where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Tumblr with How to Fight Right and also fightright.com. You can find me on Twitter or my actual name. And you can find me on the forums. Yelling- <laughs> you can find me on the phone yelling That
0: was a very quick roundup. Um thank you again for coming on as well. Go and check him out. Go and read his, read some of his stuff. he's very good. And check out the Tenets as well. Uh with Kyle and Stark. Um Zynote.
2: Where everywhere. Can, where, everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> you can find him on a Commodore sixty four. Look hard. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere.
3: Um on Twitch, uh forward slash Zynote. Um every night from 10pm UK time onwards. Um, except for today, because today I'm not. I'm on a weekend off. Um, YouTube, Zynode Gaming, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon, all forward slash Zynode. Every single one of them. I think. I think they're right. If not, just search Zynode on search Google. I'm sure.
0: Google Zynode, you'll find all of <laughs> yeah. these things. I'll also put the links to people's Twitch channels, so if you do want to find these things, they will be under there. Uh, streams on their panels. Um, everyone does very, very awesome content that is here, including myself, which I will do a mini uh, <laughs> plug for. But Zynode, thank you very much as well for coming on once again. Appreciate it very much. Thank you for having me. Um, it's always good to have you guys on three great guests that we will no doubt see you again in the future. Um, I will sell myself very quickly. I'm Jebro. I uh, am a plethora of all the things streamer, uh, MMO um, as well. I used to be a shoutcaster. Uh, as well as a host i still am to a degree i mean competitive esports as well as just mmorpgs a massive amount of experience i've played probably all of them uh to some degree um i produce podcasts and a lot of content as well on things like patreon as well um come check out the streams twitch.tv slash jebro unity obviously uh jebro unity on twitter and youtube as well used to do guides and stuff, I might be picking that up again, but it'll be more random stuff, uh, like, you know do you want to be a Magicka uh, Nightblade? <laughs> maybe interview <laughs> with T the Khajiit you never know um, I mean, now it's not, you know, not, not so random, I guess um, but, yeah, guys thanks for watching, listening uh, wherever you are um, and thank you to our guests once again and we will do a miniature walk I'll, I'll do a wave, okay? A very awkward one, like the Queen. That one. But thanks again, guys, (laughs) and uh, we'll see
4: you next time. Be back in about two weeks. See you soon. Bye bye. Take care.